everybody, what's going on? Rob Sesternino here with the first episode of the brand new Nothing But Netflix podcast. Very excited uh, to be here with you to talk about whatever is hot and trending and popular on the streaming service known as Netflix. And let me bring in my co-host for this journey, a man who's always trending, the great Chappelle. Chappelle, how are you? Rob, I'm good. I'm in a good and mood featured. today. Yes. Yeah. Am I always trending though? I don't think so. Mostly. I, I, I don't I don't want to be trending. I kind of mm. want to be like low key, you know? You're not doing a great job with that. <laughs> I wouldn't say that. Like I'm no Brian Scally. You know, I'm just out here hanging out, living my life. Mm-hmm. Yes. How are you? Chappelle, I'm so excited. I, I feel like that this is a great idea to talk about mm-hmm. what's coming up here on Netflix. And uh, we'll talk about here today a series that just went to Netflix that October 1st, you can now find the entire catalog of a little TV show known as Seinfeld now on Netflix. And today we'll be talking about an episode of Seinfeld, The Hamptons, uh, which you have seen. We're very excited to talk about that here with you today. Yes. Like, Rob, I feel like this is a a like bizarro episode of the Rewind almost because on the re, uh, the RHP Rewind, I spent a lot of time like showing you the television shows that I used to watch all the time mm-hmm. and like explaining to you this ridiculous twist and turns of reality TV from I actually come from your heyday. And um, now you are going to explain to me something that I almost have no insight into. I've seen a few yeah. episodes of Seinfeld, but this is new for me. Well, I don't know if we're going to so much explain to you, but I would love to get your reactions to uh, an episode of Seinfeld here today. And we have a great guest here with us, a man who I watched all of Seinfeld uh, once upon a time with on the Seinfeld post-show recap, which you can listen to to hear a recap of any episode of Seinfeld you want at postshowrecaps.com slash Seinfeld iTunes. Here is uh, the host of now three and a half podcasts. Here he is. It's Akiva Winokur. How's it going, my fellow bubble boy? <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Akiva, how are you? I'm great. I'm so excited to be on the first episode of this very new podcast that we sort of, I mean, I think like Rob and I, well, you're, I guess you're technically the co-host also, but I think we get like some sort of creator credit in the mm-hmm. if there's credit ever credits for a podcast because mm-hmm. i think we did sort of think this up on on an app so this is like in the greater robin akiva yes. need a uh, podcast the origin family. story here is that uh akiva and i had watched the film he's all that another big netflix hit we got started talking about hey you know what else is coming to netflix seinfeld it's gonna be huge maybe we should just go back and start watching seinfeld over and over again and we talked about that for a little bit. And then in that same podcast, we sort of crystallized it down to like, Hey, whatever is on Netflix is going to be huge. Maybe there should be a nothing but Netflix podcast. And then you pitched that. Oh, that should be a vehicle for Chappelle. Chappelle and I were trying to figure out a new thing to do together. And that's the origin story of this podcast. Now I want you guys to make me a promise. Okay. Yes. Mm -hmm. We are. This is the first episode of what will hopefully be thousands. Okay. As long as Netflix, as long as Netflix exists, I feel like this Mm -hmm. should go on. There will come a time, perhaps it'll be as soon as like three weeks from now, where (laughs) something will be popular on HBO Max. Yeah. Or Apple TV, or people will be like, whatever the new Ted Lasso is, it'll be on Hulu. Probably won't be on Hulu, but you get the idea. And people will be like, just cover that. I need you guys to both commit right now. 
it's Netflix only. I think if something doesn't come to Netflix, you can never, you can't watch it. And you could spend the time like people be tweeting at you and being like, guess what? This is coming to Netflix in a few weeks. Great. If something's not on Netflix, I like, I think it is off limits. Hmm. This is interesting, Akiva. I mean, when it came, when it comes to an app, you know, you all famously, you know, follow y'all's rules to the T. Yeah. yeah. But there are some things that y'all have still stuck to, you know, over the, over the uh, course yeah. of the last few How about years. This? I will be as loyal to that promise as uh, Akiva is loyal to the Renap Constitution. Do we need a nothing but Netflix Constitution? <laughs> <laughs> oh no, people are already tweeting it. Like, all right, don't don't you know, don't mess this up, Akiva. You're messing this up already. <laughs> No, I, I just I think it's fun to like you're stuck in this bubble. Yeah. Like the bubble, bubble boys. boys. Yeah. That's, you know, mm-hmm. that's Netflix only. Yeah. Because otherwise you have to switch it to nothing but streaming, which is a much less mm-hmm. interesting name, I think. Mm-hmm. Can we come up with a better name for nothing but streaming, though? Mm-hmm. Like, okay. what, what are you thinking? Well, let's work. Let's workshop this. Let's workshop this a little, <laughs> a little, a little bit uh, as we uh, continue on with uh, nothing but Netflix. But Akiva, uh, very excited. We yeah. we had planned this for weeks of like, okay, it's going to be the start of October, and we are going to be going in with nothing but Netflix with the hottest property on Netflix, the Netflix thing that everybody's going to be talking about. Seinfeld, baby. Mm-hmm. Nailed it. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I thought I was being punked on the plane when I heard uh, the Nothing But Netflix pitch because Akifa, it sounded cool. And then Rob started talking about ending Renap and doing the Bubble Boys. And I was like, oh, okay, this is all a big joke. And then when I heard Seinfeld is how you wanted to pop it off, I was like, oh, yeah, this is definitely a big joke. Mm-hmm. There is no way that y'all think this is uh, feasible. But mm-hmm. now that I've watched Seinfeld, I'm actually very excited to talk about it. And I'm hoping that Netflix, uh, you know, lets everybody know how great this show is and that now it's available. Because I know people went back and watched like every season of Friends. You could watch 40 seasons of Grey's Anatomy on Netflix. So why not watch Seinfeld? I think it's a good idea. Yeah. Well, I also... Should we go back, Rob? Should we go back? It's like, is this now a Seinfeld podcast? We'll just... Why, with Chappelle though, that's because we were going to do it again, but mm-hmm. now we're just going to do it with, with Chappelle. Yeah, well, maybe Chappelle, would you, you be a, yeah, look? Would you be a bubble boy, Chappelle? Are you a bubble boy? I would boy? be a bubble boy. Netflix mm-hmm. is our bubble, right? We cannot leave the bubble of Netflix, and mm-hmm. uh, entire rewatch of Seinfeld would be within that bubble. I think that's in our constitution, isn't it? I mean, Chappelle could bring his talents to anything, and any uh-huh. podcast would be lucky to have him. But we're on a new mission here, Akiva. Mm-hmm. And I do yeah. think uh, I went. And I listened to our recap of the Hamptons from the Seinfeld post show recap. I, mm-hmm. I thought it held up pretty well, actually. Wow. Although Chappelle Akiva and I on the original Seinfeld post show recap got into a little bit of a debate. Akiva okay. really wanted to book Martin Scarelli on the podcast, <laughs> and I told him no. Yes, and I said that no, that was a bad idea. Yeah, this episode is one of those where you're like. I mean, what are we going to do with the like sexual misconduct? And so I, de- I don't know why you wanted to book Martin Shkreli. Like, did you explain that? It was an earlier look. This was this was pre that Shkreli. Akiva said, hey, any heat is good heat. <laughs> no, I didn't. Is it? <laughs> what do you mean it was pre that? Yeah. It was like oh, before, oh, it was before just we when he was raising the prices on the medicine. It was just when he was and, raising and the prices. And holding the Wu-Tang album for Wu-Tang thing. Pre-COVID, right. who cared about that, the big pharma stuff anyway? Uh, yeah, uh, well, we're in the midst of it now. I don't think yeah. this is great. Is, mm-hmm. is he? Is he? 
I think he's still behind bars. Okay, yeah. cool. I was like, is he still in the pen? Mm-hmm. I, do think, I do think somehow we could get him on next week if we wanted him. I feel like yeah. he's still available. I, I stand I mean, by 2015, Rob, and we don't need him. I mean, you, you seem to have called it because, I mean... He is in the pen currently. Yeah. So, I, well, to be fair, Akiva would have gotten the scoop before everybody well, else did. In, also, in fairness, we also pitched like nine other podcasts that we were going to start doing. I guess that that has been uh, the bit for uh, Akiva and myself for uh, mm-hmm. these last uh, seven or eight years. And Any winners? <laughs> no, we were we, we were pitching uh, that we were going to do like basically like some version of like serial where we're going to investigate uh, Martin Scarelli and how much time he has uh, to do four hour Google Hangouts every day. Ooh, well, we were doing live Google Hangouts back then. Mm -hmm. It was truly a different time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Well, if we want to do a serial podcast, it's like type podcast. Now that might have my attention. You know, people love true, true crime podcasts and things of that nature. We could do the, the Scarelli deep dive. Yeah. No, Chappelle, we're here. We're already here on the new podcast. We're talking about Netflix stuff. Oh, okay. I was th- I thought we were working on the, the title of our Scarelli podcast. What is it? Profiteering and chill. I think we could do that. Yeah. No, you don't think so? <laughs> Should we work uh, chill into the tagline for this podcast? Well, that would be Netflix and chill. Yeah. What about what we, Netflix where, where and we, chill? We, we chill and Netflix. Chill and Netflix. I don't love it. It's, mm. it's, it's fine. It, yeah. it probably needs a little tweak. Uh, can I, can I, uh, can I punch up? What about Netflix and Chili? And each episode, you guys have to have Chili. And the episode ends when you each have to go to the bathroom. As a Texan, it'd mm-hmm. be a long episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we have, we're big on Chili here. I don't yeah. know if you've heard. And I'm also not big on eating on the podcast. Yeah. And no, Rob doesn't like eating on the podcast. Just a warning. I'll give you some tips on how to deal with Yeah. It's, give, you know. give Chappelle the, <laughs> like the, the primer on, uh, he doesn't a- like eating. He doesn't like talking about food. Um, Are there a lot of podcasts where they encourage the host to eat on the podcast? Probably not. It's something Probably about like smacking in people's ear. Mm-hmm. Do they eat on the Doughboys podcast? Not really. Not really. I don't yeah. think they do. No. No. I, there's something about hearing people smacking your ear that can be kind of jarring and disgusting at the same time. Mm-hmm. But I'm like a big ASMR fan, so I wouldn't turn it off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'd probably turn it up to be quite turn frank. Turn it but, up. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I also have another pitch for you guys because you know you're okay. gonna get into how you're going to. Is it a pitch for another podcast? Netflix episode to watch next week? Basically, yes. Uh, it, it's more of a general idea. So you guys are gonna have to debate every week what to watch, and, and you know some weeks maybe it'll say on the show, and some weeks it'll be a surprise to the listeners, and that's fun. I think oh. if there's a week where there's nothing obvious to watch and you just can't come up with something, then I think. You could hit Netflix as a random button. You hit the random button, and that's what you watch the next week. What do you think about that? It does have a random button. It does have a I random button recently. Yeah. Does yeah. the random button like bring you like uh, okay? Now I'm watching like uh, season four, episode three of mm. like some series that's on Netflix. Well, I think I think you could either do two things, which is like whatever they pick, you could watch. If it's a TV show, you could watch the first episode of it, mm-hmm. or you could say like, "We'll wait till we get a movie." Mm-hmm. You know, it's a random movie. Oh, just random, random, random until we get a different, uh, like a new yeah, movie. Something watchable, right. I agree. It's not funny to watch mm-hmm. like, you know, uh, season six, episode seven of Power Rangers, <laughs> which is what just came up for me. But like, <laughs> yeah. Okay. So that answers that question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, I, I, I just, that's what showed up on Netflix. Who is for that me because for? That's my kids. Who is that for the random button on Netflix? Uh, yeah. Someone who's like, uh, you know, I mean, you know, they've run out of everything to watch. They're like, who? Maybe there's, maybe you know, I make the decision for yeah. me. Netflix. Some people are very indecisive. You ever ask like your significant other, "What do you want to watch tonight? You want to go to a movie? What movie do you want to go to?" Mm-hmm. Is this and, part of your type five? Decide? 
<laughs> not so tight. Yeah. <laughs> you don't like the, I think the random button's a good idea. I don't know if it's a good idea, but it's definitely an idea. It exists. Idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. If it's not dropping you in the middle of a series, though, you know, with some series, well, I think you, you could skip over those, but yeah. Yeah. Because you can't just drop me in the middle of it. It'll spoil whatever, you know, whatever I missed before. Well, I thought it was like the Netflix and chill option where it's like you're ready for the chilling and mm-hmm. it's like, hey, I don't even just put something on the TV and then you just hit that button. You don't have to be like scrolling through like, oh, what do you want to watch? You want to watch this? You want to watch this? You want to watch this? Yeah, but uh, then it should no. be something very like specific. You don't want to if there's Netflix and chill and they're like, all right, when you wake up in the morning, like it's saved by the bells on all of a sudden right. or something. I don't know. Or like the human centipede. You're like, oh, my gosh. You know, <laughs> yeah. Turn this off. It could yeah. go wrong. It could go wrong. I don't know. I will yeah. never find out. Yeah, <laughs> Unless the random button shows We won't be watching me. that. So, Chappelle, we should have people tell us what they want us to talk about next on Netflix, right? Of course, of course. I would have suggested a poll until I found out about the Renap shenanigans that yeah. people just come in and stuff ballots left mm-hmm. and right. And so don't do I don't, polls. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to do that. I don't trust the listeners anymore. Y'all are wily, mm-hmm. and um, yeah. And so I, I didn't give them enough credit. I didn't know that could happen. So we can't do a poll, but we can definitely do just like a general survey of the crowd. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe. yeah. Let us let us know on social media. We love to hear from you. Okay. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, tweet Akiva. Like that's what Akiva's role can be. Since he, they, he this is from the brain of Akiva. Well, so he can he can do the filtering of the like suggesting. He can tell us what the people want. You know, he has his ear to the street. He, yes, he has, he his, has finger his finger on the, on the pulse. pulse. Yeah, uh-huh. he does. Of mm-hmm. the whole Renap Nation. Yeah, mm-hmm. he does. Yeah, yeah. So maybe that's Akiva's role in this. In in this as our unofficial third uh, co-host, the bubble third bubble boy. Yeah. Chappelle, uh, have you seen any sort of a buzz about Seinfeld on Netflix? If you weren't doing this podcast and we didn't say that it was going to be happening here October 1st, uh, would you even know Seinfeld was going to be on Netflix? So coincidentally, and I don't know if this was just because of the algorithm and I've tweeted about Netflix recently, but Netflix did tweet out today that they are uh, promoting 100, all 180 episodes of Seinfeld. They actually tweeted out yesterday are now on Netflix. And so I am seeing the tweets. You know, it got about 2000 retweets. So that's not a ton, honestly. Mm -hmm. So I think they could actually put some more heat behind it. But maybe since we're talking about it, that'll get the people going. That'll get the conversation started. Yes. And Netflix should pay us to do this. Just saying. Yeah. Akiva, have you seen any of the ads for Seinfeld on Netflix? I haven't. Yeah, listen, I'm very, I'm very like tapped in the Seinfeld world. I'm in like Seinfeld chats and, and like, Still talking about Seinfeld, even though I have not watched an episode basically since we stopped. I needed a break. Mm-hmm. We ended the podcast in 2018. I think it seems like it's a pretty light rollout so far, but it makes sense. They have it for a few years. It's not it's not a popular new show that's going to go away in a few weeks. Like okay. this, it can become organic, like you know the Office did, and eventually they can have some big ant campaign for it. Doesn't seem like Jerry Seinfeld is doing. Oh any well, publicity uh, there, for this. I was going to tell you about this. So uh, that there is an ad that uh, Jerry Seinfeld did on uh, for Netflix, uh, where Jerry Seinfeld is dressed like a giant Lego. Oh, yeah. And uh, it features voiceover from Brian Cranston. Uh, here, let me see if I can play a little bit of this and see if it translates to the audio podcast. Coming this fall to Netflix, Seinfeld. It's must-see TV like you've never seen it before. Inspired by the wildly popular Lego set model. It's Lego Seinfeld. So here's Jerry in a like a big Lego suit. 
walking into his Lego apartment. He's blocky. He's stoppy. He's one half real organic matter. He has sea hands. And he's every bit as funny as his human counterpart. I am the human counterpart. They shrunk me down. Quiet. And it's Jerry is like living in this Lego world with Brian Cranston as the voiceover guy. Now, Chappelle's not a huge Seinfeld guy, but like that's the best. Like they couldn't get anybody associated with the show for more than a couple episodes. Like I know Cranston's a big name, but that like when you think of Seinfeld, you think Brian Cranston. I mean, if Walter White tells me to do something, mm-hmm. I'm probably just going to do it. So mm-hmm. I, I guess it's a, not a bad yeah. idea, but I'm, is he associated with the show at all? Was he? Yes. Yes. yes he's on the show. Yeah. But yeah. That, uh, what is he, his role on the show? He plays uh, a dentist, uh, Tim Watley. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And so he's like the most popular guest no. star. No, 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 no. No, that, I mean, they, they call attention to that later on in this uh, ad. Not real. Lego Putty sold separately. Yeah, that's right. Lego Watley, not available. Yeah. What happened to Watley? He did like five episodes. Six. I don't know how this happened, but I am not a toy. Yeah. Jerry says, I don't want to be a Lego. At least he's in on the joke. Yeah. I mean, I, I, yeah. I watched something else on TikTok today. Frank Caliendo was doing like Seinfeld 2047 and he was dressed as all the characters. Okay. Yeah. This is weird. This is weird. I don't mm-hmm. think I don't think they're pushing this hard enough. If the best we have is this ad and this TikTok, mm-hmm. I don't know. I think it's up to us to get the word out. Yeah. Akiva, do you think it's wild that on Friday, October 1st, uh, the hottest IP around is Seinfeld and the Sopranos? Uh, listen, they must have paid what they paid. D- did it come out like hundreds of millions of dollars a year for this? A billion dollars a year? Big, big money. Big money to yeah. show Seinfeld. So I'm surprised. Maybe that maybe they blew all their budget on on like the IP and they don't have mm-hmm. a dollar for for promotion, you know? Mm hmm. Okay. Also, like other than Jerry, like I don't you know, the, uh, the actors don't get a piece of this. So. Yeah, that you know, like who who else is doing like that? You couldn't pay Larry David enough to promote uh, Seinfeld. Sure, sure. I, I, I mean, he's not even in the show. Like, uh, what like what does he need to go promote? Mm-hmm. He's got a he's got a chunk of the of the of the pie, I think. But sure, yeah. sure. I guess so. I guess so. Yeah, we need to reach out to Fred Caliendo then because I'm looking at his Twitter page and he's got the most Seinfeld buzz that I've seen so far. The people seem very excited for this. So yeah, Fred Caliendo is big on TikTok. Yeah, and then that's, I know that's your realm now, Rob. Yeah, I know. I love it. Chappelle, <laughs> could you tell us a little bit about your experience of familiarity with Seinfeld, if any? Yeah, I mean, when I was younger, it was always on television. But, you know, it was one of those things that if it was on TV between like me watching whatever cartoon or teen drama I was watching, then I might sit through an episode. But I always thought it was funny. The, the few episodes that I've seen were ridiculous. And so I appreciated them. Uh, even recently with this with this project, of course, I, I watched a couple episodes and I ended up watching The Marine Biologist and that episode, that is some fascinating television right there. I really enjoyed that. So, I mean, in my past, I wasn't like a big fan, but once you and Akiva and I started listening to Renap and y'all would make all these references to Seinfeld podcasts, I was like, well, let me sit down and just watch all of these and figure out, you know, what it is that I'm missing and I think I got through like the first season and maybe part of the second season and I lost interest. Yeah. So I was happy to be back. Well, the thing about Seinfeld, and it'll be interesting to see how many people are going to be binging the show, but it really doesn't really find itself for, you know, maybe like uh, two and a half, three seasons until it sort of becomes uh, more of a uh, fully formed show. Mm. Talking about the podcast or the Seinfeld TV show? Well, I guess <laughs> in uh, our instance, both. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is uh, season five. I think we ended up watching. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it did feel like, you know, the characters already had kind of backstories. They knew a lot about each other. So, yeah, I think, yeah, if you give it a few seasons, it might be something that they'll, that you can latch on to. But I just watched the first, you know, season. I think the first season is very short, too, if it's I remember correctly. Episodes, yeah. Yeah, so I felt like, oh, this is a breeze, you know. I can I can make it through this, and so maybe had I pushed through a little bit further to like season three or four, I'd have, I'd have been hooked. But mm-hmm. you know, yeah, it was it was still a good journey though. I enjoyed this episode a lot. Yeah, Akiva, I was looking at Seinfeld on Netflix, and uh, that you know it took me right into uh, season one, episode one. Do you think that they should uh, line up the catalog differently so you don't start on episode one? Like a button, like are you sure? Like here is the super Nazi. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like the get the greatest hits, they put them all at the yeah, top. Yeah, like maybe it should then, be like a YouTube channel where it's like featured episodes, and then like mm-hmm. underneath, like you get into like uh, start season one, episode one, like most popular. Yeah, here's the ten most popular, or something mm-hmm. most watched. That, yeah, that's not bad, especially if it doesn't spoil the rest of the series. Like even for this nothing but Netflix um, activity, you know. If we found an episode, you know, even if it is deep into a series and it just doesn't, you know, almost like a bottle episode, that's just really good. Um, I think it's kind of what they did with community building on post show recaps where they would just like jump around to whatever episodes they thought were mm-hmm. catchy. Mm-hmm. Uh, then, you know, maybe that's not a horrible idea. Find like the flagship episode and make people watch that. And then they'll want to go back and watch the rest of it. Mm-hmm. I wonder. Okay. Well, look, should we talk about the Hamptons? Sure. Okay. Uh, y'all walk me through this because I have a lot of questions. Because you know, like I said, I don't have the backstory for this, so I'm definitely yeah, asking like who these people are, why these people act this way, why they are trying to ruin each other's lives so aggressively. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I have questions. Yeah. Well, so Chappelle, you know, like the four main characters, right? That that much you're you're familiar with, right? Yes, exactly. I know that um, like Kramer is always just randomly walking into Jerry's house and getting left in there. Mm-hmm. I know mm-hmm. that Jerry and George went to college together from what I understand. Okay. And, th- and then I know Elaine is there as well. And I'm not quite sure what her relationship is to them. Maybe like Jerry's ex or something. Yeah. yeah Jerry's ex. You nailed it. Yeah. And I think that Jerry and George uh, were like a uh, childhood friends also. I mean, I know that they were at least in like uh, what high school together. Yeah, I think they went. We've seen them in maybe junior high school, high school, and they went to Queens College together. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, gotcha. Actually, uh, Jerry Seinfeld in real life attended the same college that I did, Chappelle Oswego State University mm-hmm. for two uh, years. Yes, yes. home. Yeah, yes. Oswego yes. Mount Rushmore: Rob Sesternino, Jerry Seinfeld. Who else is up there? Al Roker. Yo. Al Roker. Really? And Steve Levy, Linda Cohn. Okay. Yeah. So now Steve Levy's on the Mount Rushmore, but then they make a second Mount Rushmore with like more interesting people who didn't go to the school. <laughs> that was for no that was for nobody, but it was good. Why are you anti Steve Levy? No, it's a joke because ESPN he's the Monday night football announcer for for ESPN, but then they put the Mannings on and promote that over him. Mm-hmm. Like it's the all time TV cucking. It's amazing. <laughs> wow. Oh my gosh. It's impressive. It's crazy <laughs> that like they're they're like don't watch the one that we sell the ads for. Watch the Mannings on it. You spend too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But which one do you watch, Akiva? Uh, I just watch the replay in the morning on Game Pass. Okay. All right. The Man- the Mannings are fun. I actually wasn't. I didn't buy into it at first, but then I watched. I guess whatever this last game is, they commentated. Was it the Cowboys game? Mm-hmm. Um, I think so. And it was. I they're they're good. I, I can't lie. I can't hate on them. They're pretty good. I don't mind the idea, but I just I wish they had like a better setup. I feel like I'm watching like a, like uh, Peyton Manning looks looks like he's at like a studio, but like Eli Manning seemed like he was on Zoom. They were talking about Brett yeah. Favre on one of them. 
Mm, yeah, they yeah. could blame Corona. You're still at the point where you could blame COVID for any bad production. Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. And, and they save money that way. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so most Seinfeld episodes start off with uh, Jerry doing some stand-up. Chappelle, uh, do you like seeing a show start this way? It's different, and I want my first question is, does the stand-up always have to, like, does it correspond with the episode, the plot, or any part of the episode? Sometimes. Because this one, I think the stand-up was, this wasn't the beaches beating you up, is it? Like that was the that was at the end, the whole, I think. Yeah, yeah. What would do you remember? What it how well, it started? About water. Uh, that, yeah. About how uh, you know uh, you know uh, that people uh, they want to be around water. They love water. They drink water. And then if it rains, then they freak out. Yeah, projectile water is what we really are running from. We don't want to be soaked in the water as well, but we definitely mm-hmm. want the water. We want to drink it. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. But this episode had nothing to do with that. So that's why I asked. I mean, there was a beach, and this mm-hmm. episode. That, they go to the Hamptons, but aside from that, I didn't understand why they picked this particular set. Uh, and so I was hoping y'all had some insight into how Jerry Seinfeld decided which ones to use for which each episode. Yeah, Akiva, do we know? Did they like uh, shoot all of these like uh, at one time? I don't. Re- we once knew, but we've forgotten most of what we do about Seinfeld. <laughs> I forget. I forget exactly how they did it, but uh, they don't. They're not all always like a perfect match. Sometimes they are, and sometimes it's like pretty loose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is a little bit of a weird episode to watch Chappelle because they are not at Jerry's apartment for this episode where I feel like that most Seinfeld episodes take place mostly in Jerry's apartment and then also in the diner. Yeah, but this is a road trip to the Hamptons. Yes. What what is the appeal for as a Texan? Mm -hmm. What what is the appeal of the Hamptons? Could you please explain this to me? Because my my insight to the Hamptons starts and stops at White Chicks. (laughs) Akiva, have you ever been to the Hamptons? I've been to the Hamptons. my Hampton story, I, I probably told this on the podcast six years ago. You the did only not time tell I spent- a Hampton story on oh, the wow. Hampton okay. episode of the podcast. So my my grandfather had like uh, a friend who had a house in the Hamptons. Mm-hmm. And basically we went there, but he hated children. Okay. So I think they weren't supposed to bring any kids. So anytime my sister and I, like we were in the pool or whatever, anytime the phone rang, because that's what happened back in the day, like people would call your like the house phone, if they wanted to mm-hmm. speak to it, like 1992 or whatever, we would have to be very quiet. So like there was no sign of kids. We, they like snuck kids into the Hamptons house. Uh, and that's my, yeah. that's my one memory of, of ever going to the Hamptons. It's like, there's a lot of traffic going up there. Everything is very expensive. I don't, I, I, I don't know what the appeal is. Rob, do you have a lot of Hamptons experience? Not really. I I've been to like, uh, like, bars like in the Hamptons uh, mm-hmm. like in like drank there but like I have no experience with sort of like the classy part of the Hamptons is there they don't let cultural, us into something like that yeah is there a cultural equivalent that I should know of the Hamptons like if you explain try to explain to the Hamptons someone like oh it's kind of like blank what would you say uh, it's just like the like rich vacation area of that like the people in manhattan i think uh make their way out to like uh the opposite end of long island to you know uh be in this like very rich area like i I don't have i don't have like what the like another equivalent of what this area is yeah like if you're a celebrity or you're like an anchor on you know uh the you know abc news or 
or like, mm-hmm. you know, you're an East Coast celebrity, basically, like you generally have or rent the house in the Hamptons every summer. Mm-hmm. So it's a bunch well, of rich people hanging out with other rich people. Oh, OK. That actually sounds that does sound appealing. So, yeah. so people just like just go hang out and be rich. Right. Okay. Where, like, rich. Yeah. The richest people that are in Manhattan, like make their way all somehow to the opposite end of Long Island for like weekends during the summer. Yeah, it's the summer only. And also the like the beginning of COVID, like they all went there. They all these people were out of uh, anyone who was a house there was like out of the city immediately. Mm-hmm. But like pretending <laughs> they weren't on social media. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like Ted Cruz when he just ran off to Mexico. Got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. This is like the Mexico of uh, New York. If you're <laughs> like uh, a socialite. If you're facing a global pandemic, mm-hmm. <laughs> you just. Mm-hmm. Yeah. OK, cool. Good to know. Good to know. I'm learning so much. I like this. OK. So the whole gang is going out there to go and see a baby that they have uh, not seen before. Now, uh, Chappelle, that the group had seen this couple's other baby in an earlier episode of Seinfeld. Right. But this other the other baby is not hideous, right? And, and not seen in this episode. Yeah. Yeah, but not hideous. Kramer dropped uh, the first oh. baby. Well, oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I believe they said, oh, wait, uh, I think this family is just having children. So we have to come out here and visit them. Mm-hmm. And I guess that's fine if your baby is not hideous. But I mean, this this child apparently is just so ugly that they can't even function throughout this episode. So I, I just had to ask if it was like a genetics. I, I, it really made me uncomfortable. I'm not going to lie because they the visceral reaction they were having to seeing this child makes me wonder if it was even a baby. Like if it wasn't just like some type of animal. You think that maybe that they've adopted some sort of like a uh, feral animal into their family. Yeah, like the bat that started the COVID. Mm-hmm. Like, like that is the baby. I got the sense that it is a real baby because uh, there seems to be a pediatrician on call the whole time. Yeah, but what does he actually do? And also, why is he on call? This is like, a great you, question. Wait, you don't have a pediatrician on call with your kids, Rob? Like, I, no, of course. No. Well, yeah, my wife um, is a nurse. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, not only is he on call, but he stays the night. Like he's just like, oh, I'll just hang out. So I started yeah. to wonder if this was a medical um, well, like issue. The baby or they're having. just so rich that yeah. like they they can afford their own doctor. Basically, well, and this guy's in a suit the whole time. It doesn't seem like he's there uh, like on a social call. Uh, it mm-hmm. seems like that he's working. Right, he's not at the pool with them, like ogling uh, George's uh, friend. Um, I, I have all of Chester's um, mailbag questions from the Seinfeld. Uh, podcast. Let's set that up for Chappelle. Yeah. So we would get uh, listeners would write in with questions. We would get, you know, about a dozen people writing in every week. Uh, but like nine of them were the same people every, every week. And then there would be like mm-hmm. three new ones. And so so Chester was our like home run hitter. He was our cleanup hitter. He would write in questions. Sometimes we would read them in his voice. So I found <laughs> all of the old questions from the episodes we watched today. OK. And are um, you going to read them in his well, voice? I, I mean, I, I can. But but mm-hmm. um. So yeah, this is what the hell kind of pediatrician makes those calls in the Hamptons? This is a frequent annoyance in sitcoms. My wife, a doctor, he doesn't say that, confirms the doctors haven't made house calls for decades. But it is true. I've never even heard of a house call. Mm-hmm. Like, th- like this is a really unique thing. And also like in the Hamptons, this is wild. Maybe this maybe he's a doctor who's just like looking for like, hey, can I summer in your house? In and like sure, but you have to check on the baby once a day or something. Like some weird agreement they have. So you think he's like trading his medical services for mm-hmm. access to their Hamptons home? It's possible. 
But this is how the rich stay it's rich. Not, I don't think this is possible because <laughs> he didn't seem to be enjoying the home at all. That's true. That's true. Well, but he did enjoy the baby. Maybe he just loves kids. Yeah. I mean, he he looked like unenthused by all of it, to be honest. You know, he was using words like breathtaking, but he didn't seem like he was actually like his breath was actually taken by anything. He just kind of was hanging out. Mm -hmm. They asked him to stay. It looked like they asked him to stay because he might have had a connection with Elaine. But even then, it doesn't seem like that was going to amount to anything. Chappelle, do you think that that's uh, breathtaking is his catchphrase? I think so. I think it's just his like default because he says, oh, it's I, I say it to be nice. But that's hyperbolic. Like, why would you use breathtaking? That's such a big adjective. Mm hmm. It, to use if you're just throwing it around like you just don't throw it around willy nilly you have to save breathtaking for actual things that you know are awe inspiring take your you're breath just, away like cats right well you don't say it about a baby mm-hmm. like what he's kidding me like, like Jacob Jones is out here getting his, his breath taken away <laughs> by cats uh, this man getting his breath taken away by everyday items and ugly children mm-hmm uh, Akiva, yeah. that you and I uh, stumbled onto something in the original podcast that we wondered, maybe the baby wasn't actually that ugly, but the core four uh, hates the idea of babies so much and uh, what they mean in terms of like their like uh, no commitment lifestyle yes. that maybe that was like this uh, made it so much uh, unpalatable for them. Yeah, it's possible they're wrong. We don't see anyone outside the core four being like, Hey, that's a really ugly kid, right? Like, yeah, I think it's possible that they are just so anti-children and also like pro that like, you know, maintaining their own way of life that the baby isn't even ugly. Mm -hmm. And Chappelle loves babies that I've been on calls with him where, you know, he just has like uh, random babies like uh, showing up that he's like uh, caring for. Yeah, kids love me. I am uh, agnostic to children, mostly. I, I don't think I've ever called a baby ugly, aside from this episode. But if, I'm just gauging it off the reaction that they were having. I mean, Kramer almost fell onto the floor. And I mean, he's very animated, but this has to be a really, really ugly child to make you react like that. And so uh, I, I kind of agree with y'all. Maybe it's just them, because nobody else seems to notice that this baby is that ugly. I, I don't even think George even looked at the baby. Like, I don't remember George reacting to the baby, mm-hmm. but Elaine, Jerry, and Kramer, they, they were just, they weren't even having it. They didn't even want the baby at the dinner table. Mm-hmm. Like, it's crying. They're like, no, 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 leave it in there. I mean, I uh, get that. I get fine. that. Yeah. I mean, if the baby's crying, you have to stop it from crying. They're like, yeah, but do it in there because I don't want to see it. Mm-hmm. Now I don't want to hear it. You know, I think it interrupt dinner, but I, it's so ugly. It can't be in the room with me. I, I think, yeah, the problem might be with uh, the main characters. Yeah. Chappelle, this is also a Seinfeld thing where this couple is somehow like friends with all of these four people. And it's not like that the Seinfeld crew is like a family or anything like that. Uh, that do you, do you uh, find that odd that they have like uh, all these different times where they have to go to different people's houses or uh, spend time with them and they all have to go? Yeah, that's weird, especially because they're so unlikable. The, mm-hmm. These people are ruining people's lives. I've only seen a handful of episodes, yeah. and most of the time, they're they're the, at fault. Like these are the villains of this story. Mm-hmm. And so, for you to feel like, oh, I want all of the Legion of Doom in my home <laughs> with my child, I just don't think that's something I would do. So, yeah, it's fascinating that they can have like friends like this. But I mean, I too would like to have rich friends in the Hamptons. So, I mean, whatever they're doing, I guess I should keep it up. So that's really interesting uh, what you say that so as somebody who comes in who hasn't uh, gone through the whole show that uh, you found yourself uh, rooting against uh, the uh, main characters. 
Very much so. I told you I one of the episodes I watched was the marine biologist episode. And I mean, mm-hmm. I, I, I will give you the short version of it. Uh, Jerry tells a lie that gets Elaine to telling that same lie and embarrassing herself that gets a guy to throw a palm pilot out of a window and hits a woman in the face. And then she tries to sue, sue Elaine because she sees Jerry's name in it. And then Kramer's out at the oceans, like hitting uh, golf balls into the ocean. And then he kills a whale, almost kills a whale. But luckily, Jerry told a lie that George was a marine biologist. And so now George is out there at the beach trying to deal with this lie instead of just telling the truth. And then he's saving the whale. It turns out that Kramer almost killed. Like y'all did this, y'all are the wow. reason the woman is in the hospital. That's, y'all are the reason why the whale is about to die. Y'all are the reason great. why, the, yeah, like summary. Well, that was a whole episode, and it, it was fascinating TV. But y'all are y'all are bad people. Why do yeah. y'all have so many episodes around these bad people? Well, Chappelle, then do you know how this show ends? I have no clue how this. Show I don't ends. think we should tell him. I don't <laughs> think we should tell him. Yeah, if it's if it's not one eighty, Chappelle, you gotta not one eighty. If it's not prison, then they need to start the show wow. over and do it all. Okay, right. okay. <laughs> These people are criminals, and you can tell. Like, and I can tell. I think you but, gotta. I think you have to watch all hundred. Yeah. Now, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Yeah. Now, I, that are, are you are you being serious? You're on the level I'm right de- now. Do you know I've, I've I've banished people to prison for much less, Rob. Mm-hmm. And right now, my tweets are my Twitter is blowing up to people telling me to go to jail for a candy corn. Uh, should, to be fair, Chappelle uh, should be in jail for for the. Candy <laughs> corn Listen, I'm just saying you can reform. Like, I'm all for prison reform, but after mm. you lock up these four individuals. Mm. Like get them first, and then we can talk about this. And, and Chappelle for the candy corn martini. Yeah, I, it it wasn't so, a martini. On, so Chappelle, you would end Seinfeld by putting all of the characters in jail. That's no, what you would not, do. Not the, that's them. what not, you would do in no, the finale. No, not Jerry. Like okay, so I'm not saying I, I was being. Like that, you think that would be so, a good ending to this show? No, I think. Yeah, well, I mean, me how does a show, how does a show like this end? I sat through ten seasons of how uh, how I met your mother. To be devastated by the ending. So I don't know mm-hmm. if you tell me a show has 180 episodes that there can be a good ending for it where I wouldn't Apparently be devastated not. anyway. Like what is what do they do? They're already out of college. They already have like jobs and careers. What is the goal? What are you where are you taking these people? They're mm-hmm. like beaching whales on their in their spare time. Mm-hmm. I just think we should have the conversation about prison mm-hmm. time. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What? No, I, li- I think you should watch the whole series. I think you'd. Enjoy <laughs> I'm not it. sitting through the whole season, like ser- series. How about if we episodes? give you like the like the 20 main episodes, and then you watch them? Yeah, yeah. Give me the hot spots. I can watch them on like two. X. I'll give you my rankings. I'll give you my but, I, my. But I'm not saying that. they need to go to jail because they hit that woman with the palm pilot. But they do need to pay for like her her mm-hmm. hospital bills. Like they mm-hmm. like and they hit her a couple of times, and then some random guy walks by and he gets hit with a shoe. Like Kramer just throws his shoe out of the window and hits um yeah. um the guy from yeah. Space Jam in the in the head. Wow, <laughs> it's the guy from Space Jam. <laughs> it was the, the guy, guy from Space Jam. Who's the guy from Space Jam? Oh, uh, Michael Jordan's um uh, uh like Newman. PA. Newman. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you th- you know him from Space Jam, Newman? Yeah. Is yeah. he is in something else? Jurassic Park, Basic <laughs> yeah. Instinct. This. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I've seen him in Basic Instinct. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Never seen Jurassic Park. Yeah. Okay. Well, but Chappelle, I feel like that you really uh, have this uh, fresh set of eyes on this show. Mm-hmm. Where... Now I think we do have to go back and watch all 180. Yeah. I'm not watching one all 180 with you. I'm sorry. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's not happening. And and so in this episode, the Hamptons, you found all the characters to be very unlikable as well. Well, I just don't like them reacting to that baby like that. Like yeah. it's kind of like jerky. But one of the one of these people, two of them in this episode, should probably consider jail time. Yeah. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. two of the core four. I would have argued. What about the lobsters? You care that that he was that's, he was. That's number one. Stop stealing people's food. Like, mm-hmm. but, like, mm-hmm. but here's the thing. I actually wouldn't have snitched on him. I'm not. Yeah, I don't go out well, like let that. Let me just set this oh. up for people who didn't see the uh, the episode or watch it a long mm-hmm. time ago. Uh, in the episode, one of the things that happens is that Kramer goes out on the beach and then he's like, uh, you know, being uh, wacky on the beach and he finds a rope and he pulls up a lobster trap and he brings home to the Hamptons house a bunch of lobsters that he found, uh, which we find out later was like a commercial lobster trap. Yeah, but he's alerted of this and then he's like, OK, cool. We're eating lobster. And I'm like. Well, what's wrong with you? Why would you do that? You know, and so eventually the cops come because the guy who's home there, this snitches on him and they take him to jail. And apparently it's like a thousand dollar fine where he has to do community service where he has to pick up trash. In a normal situation, I probably wouldn't care about like a fa- like a family of people stealing from like a corporate, you know, lobster trap. But these are people in the Hamptons. Like y'all are rich people. They, these people are feeding you. Like you didn't have to do this. Like, so mm-hmm. I... I wouldn't I would not have called the police, but I also wouldn't have felt so bad about it if Kramer went to jail for that in front of me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it seemed like very swift justice on the Kramer thing where he got caught stealing the lobsters that they gave him up to the police. And then like uh, seemingly like the next day, he's uh, picking up garbage on the side of the road in Suffolk County. Swift justice for people in the Hamptons. I'm not shocked by that. Mm-hmm. You know, like they qu- quickly get him to community service so we can get him out the system. Uh, but at least it was community service. He was picking up trash, you know, doing his uh, duty to the community. So, yeah, that was interesting. But Kramer is not the most egregious person in this episode, by, uh, even mm-hmm. even a little bit. The, the other person that I'm talking about deserves jail time. And I want that person in jail now. OK. Yes. Who is that person? It's it's our George George this Costanza. George guy. Well, uh, yeah, yeah, this guy is a criminal. So, uh, and uh, is it because that ultimately he fed the lobster to uh, the woman who was keeping kosher? Yeah, but after he tried to walk in on her getting dressed on purpose, like, oh, what are you okay. doing? All right, Twice. I want to pur- I want to purposely lay eyes on your naked body and pretend it is an All accident, right. even well, though I like like telegraphed it. But then I want to go ruin this other woman's religious beliefs, mm-hmm. even though she was. Yeah, like, what are you doing? Akiva has said on on Renab, like, I would never, you know, like, I would never eat something that wasn't kosher. I wouldn't eat lobster for a billion dollars. For a billion dollars. And George Mm -hmm. was like, yeah, hold these eggs. You know, Mm -hmm. like, this is so stupid. It's so Mm -hmm. dumb. Put, okay. put him in prison. All right. Well, let's let's talk it through because uh, George has a lot going on here in this episode. I- admittedly, the lobster stuff is uh, not my favorite thing. Akiva and I had a, uh, a healthy conversation about uh, this uh, <laughs> eight years ago, talking about this episode. But George is much more famous for, th- and this is a famous episode because of uh, the other George storyline about his uh, girlfriend and. How he's gone to the Hamptons to uh, that he is uh, going to consummate the relationship with his uh, woman that he's seeing, Jane. Unfortunately, that things go awry due to there being a incident that happens after he goes in the pool. Yes. And I have questions. So if y'all could give me some insight into it, because there was mm-hmm. a lot of gray area here for me. And so I really want to talk okay. it out. Yeah. Well, let's let's uh, make a meal of this. Uh, let's let, let's talk it all through. Uh, George is going out to the Hamptons uh, with with Jane and uh, Akiva. Did the yep. 
the people at the Hamptons house know that there's going to be this much like a premeditated fornication happening at their house? Well, I mean, are you inviting people to your house? Like, but by the way, like no doing it. Like, is, you know what I mean? I don't know. Is that, Chappelle, <laughs> is that rude? It is rude. It is rude. I better not be woken up in the middle of the night to you, like to bumps in the night or something like that. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. If you have a in house guest, home? is there an expectation that they will not fornicate? In my mind, yes, there is an expectation there. I mean, that you you should not be doing mm-hmm. that unless right. you have been very clear that, like, you know, maybe there's like some type of ovulation cycle or something that you're trying to do. And then, which case, so if you're trying to conceive, you can be clear. You yeah. can like tell the host. I like, mean, by the way, honestly, we're trying to have a baby. Like. Honestly, I'm pretty open-minded. You could just tell me beforehand. I just don't want to be surprised by anything going on in my home. Okay, that's all. right. So if you're planning premeditated fornication, mm-hmm. then you should at least let Chappelle know first. Oh, please. At all times. <laughs> Matter of fact, you don't, even have to, you don't even have to be in my home. Just send me a, shoot me a tweet. Like, it's about to go down. I'm like, all right, cool, babe. Peace and blessings to you. Good luck. <laughs> and Akiva, will you make the same guarantee if I invite you to stay at my home? So you're invi- in this hypothetical, you're inviting me and my wife. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. I can promise nothing will happen. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I can promise right now, nothing will happen. Um, yeah, I, I it's it's interesting. I hadn't really, you know, I hadn't thought about it. Like, what what are the rules with going to somebody's house? Mm-hmm. This isn't like an Airbnb that they're all uh, gonna go uh, stay at. Like, this is somebody's home. Yeah, I guess. I guess that's true. Mm-hmm. But listen, they're inviting them up for a few days. Like, uh, there, there are children in at home, Akiva. There's two. Mm-hmm. I mean, we only saw one really ugly one, and we didn't even see it. But mm-hmm. I mean, there's another child. Y'all just told me. So I mean, mm-hmm. you don't want, you know, what? I mean, there's several couples in this house. What if there's multiple acts of fornication going on at the same time, and it just becomes a madhouse? And you, you know, the walls are thin. You don't want all of that. You gotta. I mean, are the walls thin? It's like a fancy Hamptons house. The walls might be very thick. I don't know how the Hamptons go. I've been in the Hampton Inn, and I can tell you, it's not that thick. <laughs> yeah, well, it is. They try and replicate the same experience. That's a good point. Uh, yeah, well, if that's any experience, then they should know that fornication's coming. <laughs> I told the story. I told the story. Um, I think on Renat, where I when I was staying in a hotel this summer, like all of a sudden I was about to go to sleep, and like the wall started like slamming, and it was a nice hotel, so yeah. like slamming against my head. Oh, uh, this is when <laughs> like, you were right. covering the Olympics. Well, it was yeah. It was when I was in a hotel this summer. They yeah, were like, uh, okay. yeah. It was it was like all right. This is awkward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was alone. It's hell awkward. It's hell awkward. <laughs> <laughs> it's hell awkward. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what goes down in the Hamptons stays in the Hamptons. Yeah. whether it's mm-hmm. the inn or the location in New York. All right. So uh, George and Jane, uh, they are uh, hitting it off great. It seems like that they have a great relationship. They both love uh, cough syrup. Yeah, this conversation is weird. So they're asking about like, well, George is saying like, no, I love cough syrup. Like I haven't met a cough syrup that I didn't like. And what is that? Is, is this the conversation you have? Like, I don't, is it? Okay. Let me backtrack. This Jane woman, is this her first time on the show? Or is yeah, she, I don't like, think a she running? ever is in any other episodes. Cause they allude to this isn't their first outing and they're taking like almost a, like a vacation, yeah. you know, to the Hamptons together. So you would think they have better things to talk about than like, Hey, don't you love cough syrup? And one time I found uh, some change at the bottom of a fountain. See, they, it doesn't actually think I mean, it don't look like they know each other. George prides himself on like being a great, like a uh, conversationalist and small talk and like uh, being able to uh, have things to talk about with uh, women, especially. 
Yeah, well, there's nothing to reflect that in this episode. Like, <laughs> the, the, the woman that he's spending this time with has nothing to say to him. Like, there's moments where he says, oh, well, we should do X, Y, Z. And she's like, yeah, I just want to go get some sun. Mm-hmm. And then, like, gets far away from him as possible twice. Mm-hmm. And then even when Jerry's friend Rachel shows up or a girlfriend, I don't know their status. But uh, when she shows up, George's like, hi, Rachel, how are you? And she's like, fine. And just walks away. So I don't know if there's any data to support yeah. what he's talking about. Yeah, well, Rachel's been on the episode on, on an episode before. But, yes. uh, mm-hmm. but you're right. Jane is not. But did Rachel have any reason to hate George? She seems very uh, cold to George and not just uh, when he was getting out of the pool. Uh no, I, I'm asking Akiva too. I don't yeah. know. Well, I think I think in general, like George is a pretty hateable guy. <laughs> okay, well, she like, like, oh, watched oh, a couple oh, episodes. He hates him already. All uh, of yeah, Jerry's girlfriends okay. immediately hate hate uh, hate uh, George. Mm-hmm. Listen, we all have that okay. friend that's like everyone. All right, everyone hates the. Uh, you know, this is like, you know, everyone's significant other hates like in our friend group. Everyone's significant other hates this person. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I, I am the friend. I'm mm-hmm. the one that everybody mm-hmm. hates. So I get it because mm-hmm. I don't have one of those friends. So it has to be me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Akiva, I, I feel like that you've also said that you are the person that everybody's uh, significant. Yeah, other oh, that's hates. for sure. Me. Yeah, yeah. I think I think mm-hmm. my wife. That's for sure. Me because uh, Chappelle, Akiva is a glue guy that uh, a bunch of people are like, uh, he's like a carry that everybody is friends with Akiva. And then all the significant others are like, oh, those guys are all hanging out again. Uh, who organized that? Akiva? Mm-hmm. It's, it sounds about right. I'm more like, I'm not a glue guy. I'm more like just the fun person. So it's like, oh, like I like you have responsibilities. And it's like, but Chappelle, look at Chappelle over there not having responsibilities. Mm-hmm. Like, don't you want to go hang out with Chappelle? So every time someone's doing something funny, like, must be that damn Chappelle is at it again with his shenanigans. I'm like, no, I'm just having a good time. So I get it. Uh, justice for, no, no justice for George. He's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So they all get to the beach house and uh, we heard this woman, Jane, she wants to get into the sun and George is going to go run an errand to go pick up. He needs to pick up these uh, tomatoes so badly. Chappelle, you big tomato guy. I mean, they exist and I, yeah, I eat them, but I'm not, yeah, I'm not like, Oh, like I gotta get, I, but I've never had a Hampton tomato, you know, <laughs> as I learned in this episode, that's a thing that people want. So maybe if I've had one from the Hamptons, a rich ass tomato, I would probably like them more. Mm-hmm. My, my tomatoes are very poor from farmer's markets and like local uh, grocery stores. Akiva, have you ever heard of a Hamptons tomato? I didn't know it was a thing, honestly. Yeah. I never heard that phrase before uh, this episode or only on this episode. Anyway. So that while George is gone and everybody knows that uh, this is the big weekend for George and Jane, she ends up going down to the beach and ends up being topless in uh, just like uh, sunning herself uh, or like just walking around topless like it's no thing. Yeah. Yeah, this is another one of those like if I invite you to my home, you know, you want you want to have some decorum about, you know, how you're presenting yourself. I mean, she was on the beach, but she was in eyesight of the house. Of mm-hmm. course, there are children here. Yeah. But then, you know, also beach. And she made it one, mm-hmm. you know, like once she went down there and took off her top, it became one. But, you know, they didn't have any issue looking at her. I just was wondering why she was so close and why she had no issue coming back to the house still topless. She didn't mm-hmm. leave topless. Why did you come back topless? Yeah. I mean, where would where'd the top go? Was she carrying it? Did no. she leave it on the beach? I think she it's on the, it. like the chair there. But it also, these don't seem like the, the people's house they're saying don't seem like the type of people who would be cool with this. Mm-hmm. They don't no. seem that laid back, you know? 
Mm-hmm. No, they don't. They have a pediatrician on call, like just hanging out at their house. They're not like, yeah. oh yeah, topless, topless random woman who we who none of us know just oh, walk around right. the front porch. Mm-hmm. This is a this is a stranger. I mean, don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. You, anybody's free to go topless at my house. Don't worry. You yeah. just mm-hmm. just let me know beforehand. Mm-hmm. But I'm not these people. You know, should so. you ask the homeowner first? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah, that, and I mean, honestly, if you have to ask. You probably shouldn't do it anyway. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. You you know if you're in a place that is uh, topless friendly. Yeah. So mm-hmm. to go back to the Netflix uh, aspect of this all, uh, I, I don't know if like uh, there was a different crop of this episode that aired on TV, but did is either of you notice this, that uh, there's like a production mistake that happens when Jane ends up walking back onto the deck? And then she makes like a uh, like a ninety degree right turn, and you can see like that uh, she is not topless. Oh no, I wasn't looking that closely, Rob. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't notice. What, so you're saying you froze like the frames, Rob? Of course no, you did. No, you and, can see it. She's you can see like it a- if you watch on. You can watch on Netflix. Uh huh. I mean, there's no mm-hmm. way this aired on NBC like this. Right. People I mean, are I'm- saying that the. Um, that Netflix, they, they put Netflix put Seinfeld right now in 16 by nine. Yeah. So it's like, it's cutting out the bottom of the screen. So like in the episode, the pothole, you can't actually see the pothole. People were, what? that went a little mm-hmm. viral today. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe they accidentally superimposed the bathing suit. <laughs> they accidentally superimposed the bathing suit. <laughs> I mean, she's not, maybe she's just not a method actress, you know, like she just wasn't. Yeah, I'm sure she wasn't actually thing. topless on this, <laughs> on the set. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. maybe she could, she should commit to her craft more than maybe, mm-hmm. maybe the conversation should be with that lady. Hmm. Yeah. Um. So George ends up uh, finding out about this from Kramer later on in the episode, and uh, he's very upset about this. And this is sort of like the motivator for the rest of the action in the episode. And, and this is weird for me. I I understand why he's upset because people saw his significant person. I won't say significant uh, significant other because I don't know. I still don't his know date. the nature of their relationship. Yeah, his date. Um, saw his date topless and he has not seen his date topless so of course there was some jealousy there also I mean, he looks like a person who's just itching to see someone topless all the time so mm-hmm. maybe he was a little upset about that but his response to this was okay well Jerry you have to you have to let me see Rachel topless in order to kind of even things out and I don't understand that at all I just don't get it mm. so yeah Jerry uh, well Kramer blurts out that they saw Jane topless and then uh George is very is very frustrated uh mostly with Jerry. Yeah. Why why not upset with Jane? Why well, Jane did this? Jerry well, didn't he's not mad this at woman. Kramer or Elaine, only Jerry. Oh yeah. I don't know. What's it? I mean, like maybe they have like the strongest friendship. Mm-hmm. Is it the thing where I mean, because they, they all seem like they're inter, inter, interchangeable, like as far as their friendships go. But is is it the, the thing where Jerry is the carry? Yeah, what Jerry is? is the kid. Yeah, I mean, I think that uh, just to revisit this, Akiva, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Jer- Jerry's the carry, or I think we say this couldn't be done. Yeah, I don't That's think I, I don't think there is a perfect match on Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm just talking about as far as the nature of their relationship. So is Jerry the person who they yeah, all but are Jerry's friends with? The Jerry, nucleus. yeah. Yeah. So is there any, is there a lot of Kramer and George interaction to where he should no. feel personally attacked by this? Mm, very little. Oh, okay. So yeah, that's why it just if falls anything, back on uh, Jerry. Kramer is with Michael Jordan's friend uh, more often than not in his like uh, standalone stories. He's the one who hit him with the boot. <laughs> <laughs> I guess <laughs> some friend that guy is. <laughs> so yeah. 
George is getting frustrated. He does not like that Jerry saw Jane Topless and that he feels like it should be an eye for an eye. He should get to see Rachel Topless. Yes. This one, an eye for an eye stems from, from situations like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Tit for tat. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. And Jerry, uh, so you could see me naked. And George mm-hmm. is out. And I'm like, well, George, honestly, that was probably the comp- the compromise that you yeah. could have gotten out of this because you can't just like wager someone else's nakedness on your on your like petty thing that you have going on. Like Jerry can't just offer up Rachel, you know, like your Jane walked around topless. Jerry had nothing to do with that. He just happened to be there. So I mean, Jerry gave you, you know, mm-hmm. he he extended an olive branch. He just didn't want it. Yep. Was the move for George to just try to convince Jane to get back to the beach to then she would go topless again? Yeah. Yeah, but I think it was a one-time thing. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's happening again. Not happening again? Why? What was so special? Was it because he left? I think it's like, you got to be in the mood. I think she, yeah, I, I, I think she's got to feel it. I don't mm-hmm. think it's going to happen again. Mm-hmm. No, I think it's more that he was gone. He's like, oh, thank God she's gone. Like, I, now, I, now I can let these puppies out. You know, like. Also, really she was trying to create a buzz. Like, the buzz is created. She doesn't <laughs> have to do it again. Yeah. And, and honestly, Kramer said that and I laughed. But now that you mention it, it did work. She was the talk of the town or at least, it's true. you know, this this home. Mm-hmm. I love I love the expression trying to create a buzz and it comes from here. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. Chappelle, do you think that Jane secretly hated George? What do you think yes. that she was doing here? I think she hates George. I think she does. <laughs> well, why did she agree to go on this weekend? It's a trip to the Hamptons. It's a free trip to go be with rich people as they be rich. I mm. would go. I guess so. if George if George invited me as much as I hate him from this episode and the other what seven or eight episodes I've seen I'd still go yeah whatever let's go make some rich friends mm-hmm. okay yeah. yeah and she's already creating a buzz she did she went out she did a little advertisement on the beach mm-hmm. so she's like you know she's probably the talk of the town she'll probably be invited back to the Hamptons before George oh you so you think that maybe like there could have been other people like uh, showing up and trying to like uh, like she might be able to upgrade to a better Hamptons house after this would, I would I would try you, you gotta smart. use what you got to get what you want mm-hmm. that's smart yeah. okay and so um, we're seeing uh, then uh, Elaine and Jerry and Rachel are all talking in a bedroom and then uh then elaine leaves uh and she's leaving the room she passes george and says don't go in there rachel's getting undressed uh and george feels like okay this is my moment he barges into this room should i say more Mm -hmm. (laughs) what are we doing here this Mm -hmm. man should be in jail Mm -hmm. what is he doing yeah. When y'all talk when y'all talked about it, I mean, were you shocked when you see something like this? Because it's bad back then, but it's kind of like like middle school comedy of like, I saw you naked. But yeah. now I'm like, bro, like No, it's a different so- time, Chappelle. Yeah. Nobody would yeah. Chappelle. yeah. Didn't That's it wasn't in the top hundred of things that probably happened yeah. on TV that and, week. And I'm not like cancel Seinfeld. This is egregious. I'm just saying, like, the middle school comedy aspect of it was fine, you know, back mm-hmm. then. You know, I get what they were going for, mm-hmm. but like Honestly, George, you're a grown ass man. Like this is not like like the 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 little the middle school locker room people. You know, like like what are mm-hmm. those 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 uh, movies from the eighties yeah. or whatever? You know, like this is a grown ass man with a career, sir. <laughs> what are you doing? Like you, I don't understand. Yeah, he doesn't have a career yet. He get in the next yeah, episode. The next he episode. gets a career. He works in five seasons and he doesn't and also, have a career. Well, he's, yeah, he's a loser. He's unemployed. For five he seasons. Parents. 
Chappelle, cheese for five a, cheeses. Chappelle, he's a loser. Yeah, that he, in the next episode that comes mm-hmm. up in uh, the opposite, he talks about his previous work history. Uh, his last two jobs were with he worked in publishing, uh, mm-hmm. but he got fired for having sex with the cleaning woman on his desk. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, oh and gosh. then uh, the other job that he had before that was what in real estate, and he told his boss that he hated him. Yeah, because he didn't let him use his private bathroom. Yeah. Okay, well, that second part, I can kind of okay, I can see the second mm-hmm. one, but mm-hmm. yeah, this, yeah, but it's been that. Yeah, he long, he gets right? the, he goes to work for the Yankees uh, after this, and yeah. oh, you, I, you know, I think the I most that. evil profession there is. Yeah, but I think I I think I knew that. I think somehow there's like an episode I've seen where he was like like mm-hmm. working for the Yankees. So I think I knew of that. He ends up making like he gets a really good job, right? Like I remember him having, or at least in someone's like big ass office. Yeah, Maybe he was talking to his boss. He's uh, assistant to the traveling secretary for the Yankees. <laughs> That's a very specific job. Yes. Role. Although uh, Akiva, when he takes that job, that he says that he's going to be going on road trips uh, with the team, and I don't think we ever see him go on he, one he, road trip. Yeah, uh, to our to our knowledge, I don't believe he goes on a road trip. I think he they probably home. hate him too. Yeah. yeah. Well, Donnie Baseball likes him. He switches his batting stance in the next episode. Yeah. Mm. And okay. so George has barged in. Rachel is furious. I, I feel like that Jerry isn't that upset. Right, Chappelle, should Jerry be more mad? Uh, yeah. It says Jerry specifically told George not to do this. Like George says, I should see Rachel naked. And Jerry says, or no. No, you should not. Mm-hmm. And so then, oh, look, you're walking in on my girlfriend naked on purpose. Like, you are literally doing this. And I just happen to be here catching you. I, I wouldn't be mad if Jerry punched him. I know they go way back. But mm-hmm. this is some this is an invasion of her privacy. But also, what the hell? Like, you don't have any respect for each other as friends. So... I don't mm-hmm. know. I, yeah, Jerry was not angry enough. He seemed like he was getting there, but I, I don't, I've not seen enough Seinfeld to where I've been able to separate his actual voice and like the the impressions that I've heard of him over the years. Yeah. So I couldn't tell if he was like putting on that he was upset or if that's just how he talks every day. Like, does he order like, his Starbucks coffee like this? Is that just Jerry Seinfeld's voice? So it's hard for me. I'm still trying to figure that out. Yeah. Jerry doesn't really get mad, right, Akiva? Very rarely. Like, he it seems gets- like he's like high pitched yeah yeah i I, and i relate to that i don't really get mad but i definitely my voice will get higher and higher the more passionately i feel about something so i get that (laughs) so uh all right so they they kick george out i do like that uh they ask him well why are you here why did you come in this room uh that uh he wanted to know if they had any gum the water was cold and it warms him up well, I mean, he didn't lie about one thing. The water was indeed cold. We yes. seem to find out very quickly. Yes, because there's a real turnabout that comes in where then Rachel is going to go be looking for the baby so she could see the baby. And then she ends up walking in on George, who is getting undressed. He had just been in the pool and apparently it was cold. And Chappelle, this is one of the most famous scenes in Seinfeld history. Why? It, it taught the whole nation about shrinkage. Nobody knew about it. Uh, did, this, oh, this was the day that it was like exposed to the to the greater audience. Yes, nobody right? knew it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, Chester says the greatest thing Larry David ever did was exonerate that guy who was wrongfully accused of murder. The second greatest thing was teaching women kind about shrinkage. Right. Uh, okay. Um, did you know I've talked? I've spoken to Chester about uh, Curb before. Yes. Yes, you were on the Curb podcast. Uh, yeah. Did shrinkage yeah. come up? Yeah. Did you no. ask about shrinkage? No, it was the N-word episode, so I just felt like I was brought in like almost like a like a character witness or something. Like somebody who could speak to the the like someone who could speak to the topic a little bit more intimately. Mm-hmm. Um 
And uh, I cannot speak to this one intimately. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's a fa- yeah, it's a fam- famous scene. He uh, he was in the pool. Yeah, it was cold. He's in the pool. Rachel walks in. She first. Her reaction to seeing George was almost like Kramer's reaction to seeing the baby. Mm-hmm. Like they were yes. both violently like upset. And um, George, of course, then realizes that, you know, some shrinkage has occurred and he's trying to express this to Rachel who laughs at him and then walks out. Now that's the killer. When she mm-hmm. laughed at him, that really, at that point, George should have left. Mm-hmm. He should just went, out, went ahead and left. They, I mean, nothing was going his way, but uh, it seemed like he just had revenge on his mind at that point. It's a horrible human being. Mm-hmm. Um, he was in the pool. Uh, he was, I was in the pool. I was in the pool. He, uh, he screamed and, uh, we then see Jerry trying to, uh, talk to George about this and, um, he explains what the, what the problem was. He felt like that he was not seen as he should have been seen Chappelle. Yeah. He, he felt like he was caught slipping, you know? And, uh, <laughs> I mean, that is really sad for him, you know? <laughs> I feel like he doesn't have a lot to hang his hat on, if you will. Uh, and so for here, it's like you, you can't take that from him. Whatever he has, he wants to present his best self because, I mean, every other part of this man that we've found out about in this conversation has mm-hmm. been horrible. So mm-hmm. I'm thinking like if you have something to speak of, you want it to be spoken of highly because in all other aspects of life, he is failing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wait. At least that's the sense I'm getting. Yeah. Akiva, do you think that when people first started watching Seinfeld that they uh, like might have like people that are tuning in like felt the same way about these characters that Chappelle did? I don't think so. Well, I I've, jumped right I, in in the middle. Because I think we're also we also view things uh, in with 2021 glasses on mm-hmm. much oh, different yeah. time than like 1994, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. And much also, I was I say the episode I was talking about the marine biologist where I said they all ruined everybody's life. That was so funny. That whole yeah, was episode, episode was hilarious. Yeah, mm-hmm. behind the scenes, we we the second episode we were supposed to watch, we sort of uh, watched different episodes. So yeah, but oh no, this episode was hilarious. So I could still enjoy the episode, but um, mm-hmm. yeah, this this is just me just hating on George at this point, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So Jerry and George are talking about this, and they want to know: Does uh, do the women know about the shrinkage? And they call in Elaine. And again, this is Chappelle. This is also like uh, really iconic Seinfeld stuff. Uh, when they ask Elaine about if she knows about shrinkage, and she says, "Like, uh, what, what did she say, Akiva? Like laundry?" Yeah, yeah. It shrinks. I don't know how you mm-hmm. guys walk around with those things. Mm-hmm. Well, if it's shrinking, then it shouldn't be that hard to walk around with, now, should it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what she says. Okay, <laughs> so they get no comfort from. Elaine in terms of uh, relaying this message. And so George is is very concerned that Rachel is going to say something to Jane. Uh, There's this dinner and and keep it. The seating is wild at this dinner. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What's so, uh, what's so wild about it? I mean, the clothing's also wild. Like Elaine's in a suit the whole weekend. The the doctor's always in a suit, but Mm -hmm. what's wild about the seating? It's almost like that. They sat people like across the table from their significant other, as opposed to next to their significant other. Yeah. I was trying to figure out the relationship of Jerry and Rachel, because although they're there together, they're not 
intimate. Yeah, they're not like kissing or even like speaking lovingly to each other. The only reason I knew for a fact that they had been dating for a while is that he was in the room when she was changing and she didn't have any feelings about that. But, you know, of course, George walking in and she was like completely disgusted by it. So I assumed that they had been dating for a while. But at the dinner table, she's sitting like next to the pediatrician almost. And then he's on the other side by like Elaine. And so I was trying to figure out, well, why? Why are you here? And why are you sitting way over there? So I, I get exactly what Rob is saying here. Mm-hmm. And we see that George is wearing this very tiny uh, T-shirt. And uh, Akiva, in the original Seinfeld podcast, uh, you thought this was preposterous. What, what didn't I like about this? Uh, where'd this t-shirt come from? Uh, like, did he do a load of laundry and like intentionally shrink it? Yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's wearing this wow. very tiny shirt. I don't know where he got it from. Just to make the point of uh, shrinkage. I mean, could this be a reason why you think maybe Jane left uh, Chappelle where that uh, that she came to the Hamptons with this guy and he's wearing like a uh, like very tiny salmon colored t-shirt to dinner yeah he obviously grabbed this babe this baby shirt and just put it on and was like look shrinkage but he's also trying to have this conversation at the dinner table with them there's a lot going on if i was jane i would have left too because if you think about it you find out at the dinner table that he's talking about shrinkage kind of like like um in code because he's wearing a tiny tiny shirt and that's her date also it's revealed at this time that Kramer has stolen the lobsters. They're talking about it openly at dinner. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, half the people on the episode have seen her, her breast exposed. Mm-hmm. And so maybe she doesn't love that. But then, you know, um, Jerry's girlfriend, Rachel, is sitting directly next to her, whispering things about her boyfriend to yeah. her. Like, I walked in and saw him naked. So maybe she's just like, you know, it's time to go. It's been a lot. Well, is it possible that isn't what she Rachel told Jane at dinner uh, Chappelle is it possible that uh, Rachel told Jane that hey your boyfriend tried to walk in on me changing possibly that's why I said there's a lot of gray area here because I don't even know if Rachel just says hey I walked in on George naked you know and she's mm-hmm. like oh okay well he tried to walk in on me first and then I accidentally walked in on him I was like, mm-hmm. oh okay cool that's not okay I'm gonna leave but George seems to think that she's whispering in her ear like oh yeah shrinkage you know mm-hmm. like Mm-hmm. You know, like the aftermath. Yeah. You know, so so there's a number of reasons why she should have left, um, but they never are clear about what actually is shared between Rachel and Jane. Yeah, Akiva. That mm-hmm. I always thought it was wild that uh, that you know Jane would leave over just that Rachel told her that uh, George ha- George has uh, shrunk. Yeah, that's why it's more realistic. Like, hey, your boyfriend's a creep and like maybe listed everything he did or at least listening mm-hmm. like, hey, I think he walked in on me. Mm-hmm. She also doesn't really like him to begin with. Like they haven't slept together yet. And like it, she might she might just be like, hey, I want to go to the Hamptons, but I'm not feeling this. I'm out of here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it did seem very intent on sunbathing, you know, like in the car. She's like, I just want to get some sun. Then when George is trying to talk to her about the tomatoes, she's like, I just want I'm going to the beach now. So maybe once she got it out of her system, you know, she spread the word a little bit. They got some buzz going. She said, oh, okay, my work here has been done. Mm-hmm. So she just went in and, and took mm-hmm. off. Yeah. So ultimately, Jane is going to end up leaving. And uh, George is trying to convince her uh, to stay. And uh, Akiva, I, I, first off, that who came to get her? She drove with George. Yeah, it's very hard to get back. I mean, a cab back to the Hamptons would be hundreds of dollars. Mm-hmm. So I, it's not it's a good question. I have no idea unless she has other friends in the Hamptons and she's just going there. I, it's not super easy just to get back to the city. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sounds like she conned him. Like she had friends at the Hamptons already, and she's just like, "Oh mm-hmm. yeah, this is a free trip out there. I don't have to like, I don't have a car. He's going. I can hang out with him for like a day, just yeah. a Sunday. Then then my real friends can come pick me up." Wait, hold on. So do you think that she did create the buzz? She got another offer, and she's out of there. <laughs> I mean, would you stay around? Like, if if that is what happened, I can't blame her at this point because George seems horrible. They don't. They can't make conversation if it's not about cough syrup. Mm-hmm. And you know, if she got some buzz going, she got some 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 other interest, and you know, I wouldn't be mad at her if she went to explore that, especially once George's big reveal happens or not so big reveal, depending on who you ask. Wow. Akiva, what do you think of this uh, alternative uh, timeline? Yeah, we hadn't thought of it, but like, you know, could she have gotten a better offer than George for the weekend? Very possibly. Mm -hmm. It probably wouldn't be hard to get a better offer. Wouldn't be hard. Mm -hmm. Knowing what she knows for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And this is where then uh, things, uh, I I think, get a little wonky. Rachel wants to try to eat the lobster. She wakes up in the middle of the night and she's going to go to the refrigerator Akiva wouldn't eat a lobster for a billion dollars. Yeah. And Rachel, so Rachel initially turns down the lobster. She's like, oh, no, it's not kosher. I can't do it. And Kramer, the jerk that he is, is like, oh, you're so pious. Like, you think you're going to get special treatment in heaven because you're not eating lobster? And I guess something he said to her might have struck a chord or something because she then ends up sneaking into the kitchen in the middle of the night. Like, well, you know, maybe... Maybe I won't get special treatment. I mean, I'm not really going to go to hell. Mm-hmm. What's going on here? Like, so I, it really feels like, like this is a just completely manufactured, like made up scenario that almost never happens. Right. Like just like you just decide overnight, like this will be your first taste of lobster. Um, I just feel like if you've gone that far without eating lobster, it's just not some random decision you made. I think it's, I think it's, whim. I think it's somewhat, uh, like I have friends who like stop keeping kosher and then like, Hey, I just like went to Wendy's last night on a whim. And, and that's how I stopped keeping kosher. just a that's Wendy's on like a mm-hmm. random night. Like mm-hmm. if you want to break kosher, you, you, you choose a Wendy's. That's what he, that's what my friend did. A Wendy's. Oh, Wendy's. Mm-mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. No. And what did he do? And what no. happened then? Did he come back? Uh, he's like half and half now. Mm-hmm. He like sort of keeps kosher. Okay. Yeah, but I'm saying like that's a life decision, though. Keep it like right. You don't do one time and then you're just like, okay, right. well, I tasted a lobster and now I'm I'm back in the game. It's kind of like you know once you once you've broken the seal, I don't think you can close it. Mm-hmm. I mean, but Akiva, you wouldn't even try. It. I mean, for a billion dollars, and she's was like sneaking around. Well, Akiva home does have plenty it. of money, though. You know that. That's, oh, yes, yes, uh, oh, so you're saying I don't need the billion? I'm yeah, fine. No, My that, life is yeah. fine. Sounds about right. Billion. You know, so sounds I'm the right. one who. Yeah, it's you can't bring. Uh, yeah, you can't use me as, as an example. I guess <laughs> this just sounds like a life decision, and also it like it just gave Kramer this weird moral high ground of like. I won't let you have the rob- the lobster because I I I for one called you out on you being fake uh like mm-hmm. really in like you know like oh you keep kosher you're not that much better than the rest of us what are you doing and now he gets to sit there and smoke his lobster pipe <laughs> and like marvel at her you know I guess uh, uh undisciplined you know I don't know it just seemed weird it was just a weird turn I don't know why they yeah. decided to do this with yeah. the story I, I don't really like this turn especially with what's uh, coming next because I feel like it really like uh, muddies like uh, what the story is where mm-hmm. she's trying to eat the lobster and then they stop her from eating the lobster and then George then tricks her to eat the lobster and then she's mad that she ate the lobster it's like uh, um, you think there, there's more an oomph if she never like tries to eat it in the middle of the night you think 
I mean, if you're going for, you really want George to like uh, get uh, one over on her, then you mm-hmm. know she should never want to eat the lobster. No, I think that I think this is like a redeeming part for the story when it comes to George because it's like if she had never wanted to eat that lobster and she was like a Kiva, like not for a billion dollars, mm-hmm. then this would be the most despicable thing that George could have ever done, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's like yeah. not for anything in my life would I eat that lobster. And you're and so when she showed that there was like a teeny part of her that would actually try mm-hmm. it, it's like, okay, now it's fair game for me to play with. Mm-hmm. But like had yeah. it been like but he doesn't know that. like no. Yeah. He doesn't it's know like, that happened though. The you don't think Kramer knows. told him? Oh, maybe Kramer told him. I don't know. Maybe mm-hmm. it's in the deleted scenes. Maybe. I'm sure Kramer told maybe. him. I'm sure Kramer um, told him because Kramer yeah. seems like he's in. He's he's like for some reason like weirdly like obsessed with the idea that she won't eat it. Yeah, so, right. Yeah, I think he couldn't wait to run back and be like, "Hey, hey, George, look look at the look at what she did." You know, yeah. so I'm sure he knew. But Akiva, this is like a terrible thing that George does here to uh, feed lo- the lobster to the woman who is keeping kosher, even if she was going to uh, almost break her, uh, you know, uh, kosher diet on the night before. It's still the wrong thing to do. Like I, it, it like just softens the blow for the viewer, maybe, but mm-hmm. still not not great. I would mm-hmm. be annoyed. if someone did this to me. I would never speak to them again. Uh, that's, that's you said the same annoyed. thing in the other podcast. It's true. I, I mean, mean, I'm a consistent, Rob. Yeah. I mean, I mean, and you should be when it's something like that 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 important to you. Uh, I was going to ask, what would you do if somebody did this to you? I also have no desire to eat lobster. I, maybe because I've never eaten it, but it just looks very mm. gross to me. No, lobster's delicious and I miss it so much. Mm-hmm. I have a shellfish allergy now, so I can't have it anymore. But oh. back in the day, it was my thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I miss it. Rob, do you like lobster? Yeah, it's pretty good. I actually had a lobster ravioli on uh, Friday. Mm. I don't really like to talk about food on the podcast, but I actually mm-hmm. it. I did have that and it was very good. Wow, I miss it so much. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I would risk uh, my allergic reaction to have a piece of lobster, but I would, you know, medicate appropriately to make sure I don't die. Mm-hmm. But um, I do be, I do miss being able to eat shellfish freely. Mm-hmm. So George uh, made eggs for everybody. Put lobster in the eggs. Uh, Everybody is raving about uh, George's lobster eggs. I, I do feel like that, uh, Chappelle. Have you ever had lobster eggs? No, no. And then I was looking at the eggs very closely. It didn't look like there were chunks of lobster. It's like he did like a lobster, like, mm-hmm. uh, like broth or something like I did. Cause it didn't look yeah. like a piece of lobster, like hanging out in the, in the egg. It just looked like eggs that he probably cooked with like lobster in it. Yeah. It seemed wild. You would get that reaction. If you made lobster eggs, everybody would be like, Oh my God, these are so good. What's, what's in this? Yeah. Like, what is you, would this, uh, you would know. Seafood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you would taste it for sure. Mm-hmm. But everybody just seemed like, oh, no, I've never had eggs prepared like this. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the lobster poacher or the, uh, the police come. They're looking for the lobster poacher. Uh, Kramer gets busted. Um, and everybody drives back to New York and uh, they stop. What a it. narc move by the host, though. Yeah. It just points right to Kramer. That yeah. guy sucks. Well, he 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 probably called the police. Like, let's be clear. Like, he mm-hmm. he tells Kramer from jump he is not okay with him taking those lobsters because his dad was a lobsterman. lobsterman. And his lo- yeah, which I didn't know was a thing, but apparently it mm-hmm. is. But uh, like, his dad was a lobsterman who who sl- you know, like basically used lobsters to build his whole like lifestyle Empire. and also pay for him. Yeah, and to pay for this guy to go to to law school. He's the reason why. 
like the lobsters, you know, this lobster man uh, occupation is the reason why this man could even afford this home in the in the Hamptons. So mm-hmm. it, it was very close to him. So of course he sold out Kramer. I didn't appreciate it, yeah. but you know, you I know, get it. Also, Kramer in the past has uh, dropped this man's baby, so uh, there that was <laughs> not a lot of affinity for the K man. Why do you invite Kramer to your home? That is the question. I think it's just part of the package. I think they, they wanted Jerry and Elaine, I guess, seemingly to see the baby. And then mm-hmm. George and Kramer were just an accessory. Because I feel like that Akiva in the original baby scene, it was je- just Jerry and Elaine, right? Yeah. Yes. And I also think like Kramer is such a wild card. He is a fun person to have for a weekend. You might not want him to like live next door always, but I feel like anything's possible when Kramer live, you know, when Kramer's in town. Is so, that a pro or a con to having him there? Well, for that's what I'm saying. For like one day, it's a pro. For the rest of your life, it's probably a con. Mm-hmm. No, that's probably good. I mean, on, on the one hand, he could drop your baby. On the on the other hand, he could bring lobster. Mm-hmm. You know, so something to think about. You have to weigh that pro and con. You're like, okay, we won't let him touch our new ugly baby, but if he brings shows up with lobster, it's a net positive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. They all drive home from the Hamptons. They stop at the tomato stand and uh, they see who is it? Uh, who's uh, there is that Rachel it's is Rachel. Dro- she drove back with the couple whose house it was yeah I don't know how like Rachel decided to not ride back with them and they were saying like oh well if I uh, Elaine says to George well if you saw me naked or if I saw you naked I wouldn't want to ride in a car with you either and I'm thinking or if you snuck lobster into my breakfast after I mm-hmm. told you I didn't ever mm-hmm. want to eat it and wouldn't eat it for a billion dollars I wouldn't want to be anywhere Very near fair. you yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So she's hanging out at the the Hampton Tomato Stand. She hit him in the face with the tomato. Um, Akiva. In the next yeah. episode, Rachel is still dating Jerry. Isn't that wild? Yeah. Rachel's still dating Jerry, and then she just decides in the middle of the episode mm-hmm. that uh, she's not into it anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, 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 why wouldn't she still be dating Jerry? Jerry didn't do anything to her. Yeah, but these are your friends. I mean, that's fair. But I mean, you know, George sucks. But if if if, if Jerry has to. <sighs> never date anybody because he's never going to stop being friends with George and he's just going to die alone. Well, because... that probably is what ultimately happens. But yes. Uh, oh, well, mm-hmm. is that what ultimately happens? That he dies alone? I don't know. You got to watch. You got to watch the one uh, find out. My gosh, I'm not doing that. <laughs> so, so no, seriously, do, throughout the series, George and Jerry just stay friends yeah. despite mm-hmm. all of this crap. Yes. Okay. Because yeah, they don't know they're the bad guys. They think they're the good guys. How? Mm-hmm. How Everyone is the this? hero of their own story. Akiva, if 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 one of my friends put lobster in your food, and yeah. from what I and you and I have never met in person, I would have mm. to unfriend that person. That would not be my friend anymore. Wow. Chappelle, you'd be like, I, I mean, I appreciate you having my back in this fake situation, but a lot I'm of saying, people would just be like, a lot of people would be like, you know what? That's just James being James. No, you know? no, Akiva, I know how strongly you feel about this, and it's a religious belief. I could not be their friend anymore, especially mm-hmm. if they knew how strongly you felt about it. If they were oblivious, right, and just thought like, "Oh, I put lobster in your food," then I mean, whatever. Mm-hmm. Keep, I'm sorry you didn't express to them your your you know dietary restrictions. But mm-hmm. like, if you knew about it and we had open conversation about it, mm-hmm. then no, I have to I have to unfriend you. I'm sorry. Well, you're a good friend. You're a good friend then. Mm-hmm. Not to my friend to, that I'm, I'm not to the one you're dro- yeah. you're dropping at the at the do- you know. He tried, to po- he, he, try, he tried to, he tried to trick essentially you. poison you. No, essentially poison you. That's exactly what it looks like mm-hmm. to me yeah. from my perspective. Yeah. That's yeah, we hate I, James. I a, we we do, we do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Always hate yeah. James. Mm-hmm. Always. Yeah. Okay. Um, and that's the Hamptons. Mm. That was fun. Mm-hmm. I yeah. liked it. That's a top ten Seinfeld episode to me. Ten? Mm-hmm. 
Oh, wait. Well, hold on. Because I think, like, and y'all have seen more episodes than me, but I think that Marine Biologist episode was better than this one. Mm-hmm. So it's funny. Rob didn't, when we went, when we watched the Marine Biologist, the, the ending to the Marine Biologist is as good of ending as basically any episode in TV history, like the yes. last couple of minutes. But Rob did not, If no, actually, no. Uh, I think you're right. I don't remember. Yeah, I think Rob did not love. If I remember correctly, Rob did not love the marine biologist. Yeah, I, I think what I had said was that I felt like that uh, most of the episode is just fine, and then it's an all time. It's not mm-hmm. like that. I felt like that that episode was like a laugh riot. This I almost feel like is the opposite. I, I feel like that I really don't like uh, how they end any of this. Yeah, bad, uh, yeah, bad, very bad ending to in the Hamptons. Hamptons and I, I feel like six that, years ago, I'm sure you know, too. there's a lot more like uh, you know meat on the bone here during the middle of the episode. Oh, gotcha. See, my thing was I thought the slow build of the last episodes were what made it good because I couldn't figure out where all the pieces lined yeah. up. Um, you know, like I for the whole entire episode, I don't even understand why Kramer is, you know, hitting the golf balls or what that even mm-hmm. means. And then yeah. for the big reveal, I said, oh, okay, cool. And then I literally put in my notes if every episode of Seinfeld is like this, I would like this show a lot. Well, so then when I watched this episode, I was like, well, this is fine. Yeah. With the Marine Biologist, I think it sort of gets the credit for being the episode where they sort of like said, oh, what if we figured out a way to tie in everybody's story that's happening to each of them into one big thing? Mm. And, and where instead of like, this is happening to Elaine and this is happening to George, what, what if we found a way to tie up all of the stories in one episode? Gotcha. See, I was under the impression that all of their storylines are intertwined because, like I said, it's been years since I've watched the first, mm-hmm. you know, whatever season. Uh, and so I thought every episode was like this, especially once we saw the Hampton episode. And I was like, oh, well, they're all there. They must all, you know, they must have such a tight knit circle that everybody is intertwined. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know that was an anomaly. Mm-hmm. So, OK, cool. Right. So- uh, Keith, am I right about that? Yes. Yeah, you are right. And uh, yeah, I, I think, uh, yeah, this episode has a weak ending, but there's a there's a lot going on. Mm-hmm. A lot going on. Yeah. And also like we're again, we're judging in 2021. Like a lot of the things now it's like, all right, I've seen that before. It's like, yeah, but it was invented sort of by the show mm-hmm. in this season. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Cause I think this storyline evolves, right? It's so this time it was, I saw your significant other naked. So I need to see yours. You know, you need to let me see your significant other naked or whatever. But I think that storyline evolves into like, you saw me naked. So I need to see you naked. Isn't that the, the, the new girl episode? Uh, Akira, mm-hmm. Isn't that correct? Yeah, yes. Those yeah, words, where is yes. Uh, I mean, you spoil season one of the new girl. Yeah, no, no, no that already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so I, I'm pretty sure that's the new girl episode where one one mm-hmm. guy's one roommate sees somebody naked. So now I have to see you. Na- now you have Correct. to see me naked to kind of reverse the curse. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that and that's a better storyline than this. As far as the nakedness, still, still some issues with that, but that's yeah. still better than this. You shouldn't yeah. be allowed to give away other people's nakedness. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like it's not for, it's not for you to give. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Makes I, sense. Akiva, I did, I did try to, uh, to convince Rob to go topless on a podcast uh, a few weeks ago. Rob, do you remember? Yes. Uh, that which podcast can't do it on um, Twitch. I think, right? No, on Twitch, no, on Twitch you got to keep your shirt on. Oh, I didn't know that. I believe so. Yes. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. Bad I tried to get Jane. him to go. Yeah, I tried to get him to go live on YouTube uh, during the Big Brother podcast and show off his taco meat, Akiva. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> yeah, and he wasn't. I, I'm shocked he wasn't having it. He sounded like he was interested, but mm-hmm. we weren't able to sway him in the mm-hmm. moment. So yeah, I mean, I wanted- think that uh, look, uh, I'm always trying to create a buzz uh, myself, but I think that probably that's not the good kind of buzz. All right. What if Akiva and I agreed to show you our like t- taco meat? Then you would show you show us your taco meat. Mm-hmm. 
Like we could just have like a taco meat fest. Who is this for? Yeah. Why does Rob? Why does Rob want to see like, us? Why don't we just go to the on? beach? Yeah. Oh, uh, let's go to the beach. I'm going to go topless. I just, just to let you know. Okay. So what yeah. are we doing? The podcaster meetup is in the Hamptons. Yes, yeah, mm-hmm. the, the next live event. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> podcaster meetup in the Hamptons. Uh, we probably can only afford to do it though in January. Right. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, something to think about. Yeah. Something to think about. People have to alert me before they fornicate. That is part of the rules as well. Part of the rules. Basically. Yes. Mm-hmm. Per this conversation, well, it's only it's like a courtesy house. text. Yeah. Well, like every house spells in is his house. Yeah. I said text me or tweet me, even if you're just going to be at a random <laughs> house. Mm-hmm. Like a full regular tweet, like a DM or just like, no, just like something that. cryptic. You know. Okay. Yeah. Is there a yeah. code word? I think we could come up with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So Rocky Road ice cream. <laughs> is that really where you want to go? Rocky no. Road ice cream. I don't think so. I mean, I don't even I don't like think you. Uh, I'm, want to involve dairy? Yeah, but I don't really. I'm word. not, and I'm not an ice cream eater. So that actually would be a good code word because no one's talking to me about ice cream. I don't eat ice cream. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are yeah. you against ice cream or is stomach thing? Anti ice cream? No, I don't. I don't really do. Uh, you just dairies. think ice cream's gross? Oh, all day. Yeah. Okay. No, I'm. I'm not a big uh, cream person. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Something uh, like a dairy, like a ice cream, whipped cream, sour cream. This is not for me. Hmm. If you're, if it's cream, you're out. All right. Yogurt. Uh oh. Um. What yeah. about plain yogurt? Oh, especially plain yogurt. <laughs> okay, fine. All right. Yeah. It's gonna be awkward at the podcaster meetup when Taryn yeah. has a huge. Just has like a full fridge of plain mm-hmm. yogurt. Funny of y'all thinking Taryn's gonna come. <laughs> That's a good point. It's a very good point. <laughs> yeah. Good point. You're not y'all, y'all are so cute. That's okay. so precious. Akiva, is there anything else about yeah. Seinfeld uh, that you think would be fun to uh, let Chappelle know about? No, it was pretty funny. We watched different episodes, but I think we covered the episode I was, you know, that made more sense to talk about anyway. Uh, I, I liked hearing Chappelle's takes. I think they were fresh, original takes. I would like to maybe send him a few more episodes, see what he thinks. Maybe we get some live tweets from Chappelle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I told and then, I and then I think because if we get him to like some, and then we get like it doesn't have to be all one eighty, but even if we get him to watch a few classics to yeah. prep him, and then have him watch the finale, I think he would like it. Yeah, I think he'd be into it. Chappelle, uh, what did you prefer, uh, Seinfeld or Curb? Um, I don't know if I have a preference. Like both of them were fine. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, I could see myself. Like I said, I really enjoyed the episode that I watched of Seinfeld, and the episode I watched of Curb, it just seemed absurd. And so mm-hmm. I was like, well, there has to be more absurdity. And, you know, that's one of my love language. So I was like, OK, well, I'll, I'll watch more of that. I haven't yet, but I do intend on it. And so, yeah, I could see myself watching more episodes of both. Um, so I, I think like you this. like Curb. I, I do think you like Curb a lot. Oh. It seemed very funny. It was just absurd. And so I was like, well, if there's more of this, I'll check it out. Because I think that episode is like three or four seasons in as well. So I, like, I had missed all the, you know, the, I guess, random uh, buildup to, I guess, that part of the series. Mm-hmm. So I jumped in right where it was, I guess, where it was hot. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Chappelle, do you have any other Seinfeld questions? Uh, I probably do, honestly. Uh, let me go look at my notes here. Um, the, we, I mean, we didn't really talk about the Elaine storyline with the pediatrician and yeah. how um, he said that she was breathtaking because he also said that about the baby and then he ultimately tells her that's just him being nice. But when she thought he was into her, her way of hitting on him was saying that she really, really wants to have a baby soon. Mm-hmm. And I just don't know if that 
if if that appeals to me at all. Like, mm-hmm. like I really want to have a baby right now. It's like, oh, hi, nice to meet you. I'm Dr. Dr. Yeah. Pepper or whatever his name was. Yeah, I think Dr. that she Dr. assumed Pepper. that uh, because he works with babies, he must really like babies and want one. But I feel like a lot of times people don't want uh, what they do at work in their personal life. I mean, she was just like, from, like to say you want a baby that aggressively is also saying you want to like promote like a very aggressive sexual act at the same time. It's like, well, ma'am, you just met this guy. Maybe don't tell him that that you want to be impregnated. That's because that's what I was getting from the moment. Like, oh, you really want to get impregnated by me right now? I just met you, lady. Mm-hmm. I just met you. Yeah. yeah. But aside from that, I mean, I mean, I didn't have a lot of questions about Elaine. Did she, did she get a lot more content uh, in, a, in the other episodes? Or is she Elaine always kind of like... Yeah, yeah, she's a, yeah, she's definitely an equal member to the core force. At plenty of times, she's number two overall. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so is this a like a, a show where the most uh, like the titular character is like the least um, entertaining? Like, is Jerry just like the straight guy? Yes and no. Mm-hmm. He's he's like a lot like them, but it's not like um, trying to think of another show to compare it to. I, they're pretty. They're not all equals necessarily, but they all have their own storylines every episode. All right, cool. On next on my question list, what is the Schindler's List makeout section? Oh, okay. <laughs> Jerry, yes, we, we last saw Rachel. Yeah, mm-hmm. when they were uh, they went to Schindler's List and they were making out in the middle of the movie, and her parents caught them. They and, made out. In the well, middle I, I think the movie? what was going on. I believe that Jerry's parents were staying with him for a couple of weeks, and he had mm-hmm. been seeing this woman. And I think she might have also lived with her parents. So. That they had like uh, reached a point in their relationship where there was a lot of uh, sexual tension and they were alone in the movie theater and then they ended up having this uh, makeout session, which happened to be during Schindler's List. And they were spotted was it by Newman, who then was going to uh, rat them out. Oh, yeah, and her maybe father's he a right. rabbi. Was that uh, right? Is or he was so, yes. Yeah, yeah. Very oh, okay. Oh well, maybe Akiva's was right. Maybe Schindler's List is too long. Maybe it was a little shorter. They would. Yeah, mm-hmm. you once said that. Yeah, Rob called you out on it. Yeah, you okay. said no movie should be over three hours. Oh, that's a good point. I did say that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Rob came out the gate with that one. <laughs> like, oh, Schindler's mm-hmm. List should be shorter. And I guess mm-hmm. if you ask, Jerry I forgot about that. Maybe. He really, he really painted me into a corner on that with mm-hmm. that argument. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Never forget. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, that uh, you said was that this podcast or the other podcast? You said you've never seen it. I think on I think on Renap I said I've now, I've seen well probably all of it but not like you know one full swoop. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, no, I I'm you know what it was I asked you in the Seinfeld podcast that if you and your wife uh, had a uh, would you make out there you <laughs> you said that you you and your wife had both never seen it. Mm, yeah, I, I, yeah, I think that's that's probably correct. Yes, that's what happens when you hit the, the shuffle button on Netflix. That's when you hit the random button and you end up Netflix. <laughs> it never comes chilling. up on random. I'm way still waiting for it. Mm-hmm. Netflix and Schindler. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's no, no, what they no, call no. it. All right, now, yeah, yeah. Okay. Schindler and Chill. No, is okay. that what it is? No. Okay. Okay. Chappelle. Yeah. Oh, what's yes. up, Rob? Well, no, I was going to say, you know, with this being the introduction to the, to nothing but Netflix. Uh, how, should we be leaving them with parting words, the listeners, about why they should go in and 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 check out these 180 episodes? Like this is a, mm-hmm. this is our big chance to promote the content we're talking about. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's the best show in television history. Everyone should watch it. It's uh, it's amazing. It's a laugh a minute, and uh, people are going back and binging Friends in the Office, and this is much better, so they'll like it. Okay, cool. I'm, I I like The Office, and I saw Friends, so yeah, that's a good endorsement because mm-hmm. I I think. 
I, I could like this more than friends. I could see myself liking this more than friends. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Chappelle, uh, I feel like this was a great first time out for nothing but Netflix. And yeah. we want to know from the listeners where, where are we going to go next? What, what, what's hot on Netflix? We'll keep an eye on it. Mm-hmm. And then we'll come back with another nothing but Netflix. We'll have a podcast feed next time out. Ooh. And, and Rob, since this is a Renap spinoff in a way, you know, this mm-hmm. is a, a, a baby of Renap and I, I am the Renap love child, if you will. Yeah. Um, ro- You're half Rowan. Rob, half Akiva. You're like Rowan the Rob Kiva. Yeah. 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 Rowan and some suckers. Um, so what if we ask the listeners to help us build this podcast? Like what segments do they want us to talk about on Netflix and chill, mm-hmm. you know, or well, nothing but Netflix and chill and Schindler, mm-hmm. um, you know, yeah. like wh- what should we be doing every week? You know, so maybe we get the, some suggestions going for that. Not just what shows are we talking to, but you know, what would they like us to do? I always like the IMD, uh, IMDB bags or whatever mm-hmm. y'all call it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's always fun. And so, yeah, maybe they want to hear something like that. Who knows? Yeah, I think it'll take a little bit to like uh, find exactly what we want to do. Because I, I think sometimes we'll watch a movie, and sometimes we're watching like the first episode of a series, and sometimes we're you know, uh, you know, it's it's all sorts of different content. So I think it might uh, be a little bit different from week to week. But looking forward to figuring out like uh, what all of the nothing but Netflix tropes are going to be. Yeah, and like, can we spoil the show? What if there's a show Why that's not? so old? You can, spoil yeah, this was in. Why I mean, not? we just we just spoiled Seinfeld. Basically. But nobody spoiled the end of Seinfeld to Chappelle. Let him find that on his own. Yeah. Uh, see, now I'm nervous. Like, I've, mm-hmm. like, I don't know what to think now. Mm-hmm. But, um, but no, yeah, like if it's like a 20 year old show, like what's the limit on how far back we can go to, to spoil a show? Because I had no. I mean, if we're going to talk about a movie, movie we're going like, like, hey, to spoil spoiling the movie. It. Yeah. Yeah. I don't be so worried about I mean spoiler. we're in the podcast like I, I think people get mad if you like spoil something like uh, it's like in the middle of the survivor podcast and you spoil like a movie that just came out like I think then mm-hmm. you're like oh you ruined it but if we're talking if about the movie you click on a podcast that says like sleepless in Seattle you are like willingly consenting to being spoiled on the film sleepless in Seattle that- that's mm-hmm. true. That's true. I just know we did just random episodes. I'm sure we'll do some premieres. But I, like, what if we were talking about uh, how I met your mother and we just wanted mm-hmm. to talk about the finale so I could complain? Is it on Netflix? Yeah, I think that's fair game. I don't know. Yeah. Like, I, it better be on me, Netflix. If you're if it, better. Yeah, yeah. Of course, the rules. <laughs> if people want to start working on our constitution, too, that can be uh, yeah. something we can work on. But we want to look at also, like, uh, you know, what's uh, the Netflix top 10? Mm-hmm. We want to look at uh, what's trending. And what's new? I mean, I think, and then if there's nothing exciting in those categories, which is like, it's impossible, um, mm-hmm. then we will, uh, then go, we've got the whole back catalog. Yeah. Sounds good. Sounds good. Mm-hmm. I like that. That's yeah. nothing but Netflix. Yeah. Can I, this can moment, I pitch, Seinfeld, can I number seven on Netflix, the seven. Yeah. It should be, it, um, yeah, that's not great. They should, they should have started mm-hmm. at like two. Um, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, one more thing. This is for you know one of the talented listeners, maybe Will from America out there. I like, like you guys need a theme song. Yeah, I yeah. can't. I'm not musical. I have this idea in my head, and it's just like a song where it's fast paced, and you know the singer saying like just the names of a million different Netflix shows, like Sex Education, Russian Doll, Emily in Paris, Stranger Things, like a million different things. Like a We Didn't Start the Fire of Netflix songs. Like a million Netflix. The name. But of sometimes like shows. things leave Netflix. Yeah, but it's like the Netflix originals, I think. So you're so you're oh. safe. And then it's like nothing but Netflix. Okay. And we'll okay. take that into consideration. <laughs> we'll let the yeah, we'll let our musical uh, uh Well, you know what I'm saying. 
Yeah, you, know we'll, you, and, you and we'll have a connection. I'm sure he's picking it up what you're putting down. I wish I wish I had like musical ability, but I don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, I think that's a good idea. I think that's a good idea. A theme song would be nice because uh, this is, as far as I'm concerned, the official spinoff of Renette. Mm-hmm. The official. There, yes, there have okay. been other spinoffs of Renette, but I would like to. Yeah, this is the, this is the official one. It was it yeah, was we're born on Renap. Yeah, Akiva basically named it on Renap. I'm the Renap love child. I'm Roy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, Akiva, are you okay with that? Love it, love it. I'm very excited for you guys. I'm excited to be along for this journey every week. Honored to come on the first episode, and uh, you know, psyched to see what you guys have to, uh, you know, what you guys are going to do in the future. Okay, Akiva, what's coming up for you? Well, we're going to record an episode of Robin Akiva Need Podcast. I know. In a few I'm hours. doing like uh, my Akiva Double stuff Akiva back today. to back today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we got Taskmaster coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did NGOG this week. We did accidentally lose the last half hour of the episode, but you oh know, my God. Ho- hopefully it wasn't the important half hour. Uh, talking <laughs> football on 32 fans and the 32 fans Patreon. Mm-hmm. That's about it. Okay. And Chappelle, what else do you have going on? Uh, I'm. Of course, every week talking about The Walking Dead on post show recaps. Yes. Uh, so that's always fun. I think um, The Walking Dead proper, we're about to do like one of those like mid season finale type things coming up for that. Mm-hmm. But uh, The Walking Dead, The World Beyond is about to start. So uh, no shortage of Walking Dead content with that. And in a couple weeks from now, Fear the Walking Dead will be back. So I'll be talking about zombies and Walking Dead with AJ Mass and Josh Wiggler and uh, Jessica Lee for uh, it seems like forever. And you know, for the into, from now until the end of time, mm-hmm. so that's always fun. Yeah, um, uh, but I'll, there, this I'll, is the part one of the final season, right? Yeah, but it's like part one of three parts. Oh my so god! It's not, oh yeah, man. so this this will yeah, be another. But you know, year. you know, that's just a way that they like they get around paying people more money, right? When they split mm-hmm. up parts of the season, exactly, because so, they get yeah, raises so, and stuff in the new season. So they just like it's like a union busting thing, basically. Mm-hmm. And so we're gonna do that for the next year, it seems. Uh, as well as the two Walking Dead spinoffs. So that'll be fun. Um, and then Sasha Joseph and I are over on Silent Podcast, still talking about Never Have I Ever. We're about to t- uh, record the finale uh, soon with Karen from Canada. So that's going to be oh. very fun as well. Yes, the season one finale of uh, Never Have I Ever on Silent Podcast, which it's a Netflix show, Rob. And so hopefully people will check it out. Mm-hmm. And then... If people uh, love Netflix, they're listening to this podcast. So why not check it out? Yeah, check out Never Ever Ever. I love that show. And then uh, there's probably something else I'm missing. What else am I missing, Rob? What else I got? I think that's it. Are we good here? Yeah. yeah I think we're good here. Yeah, I think that catches us. Oh, I'm recording with the Real Weird Sisters this weekend as oh, well. Wow. We're gonna, yeah, I'm going back into my Harry Potter bag and I'm going to be uh, helping uh, Alice and Martha um, sort the Big Brother contestants from Big Brother 23 yes. and put them in their Hogwarts houses. Okay. So we'll be talking about the cookout. Very yes. quickly. Okay. Very soon, yeah. Can I ask you a question? Uh, yes. Uh, you're going to take this the right way, I'm sure. Of course. You, have you ever said no to a podcast? <sighs> I'm thinking. <laughs> like, for scheduling purposes, yes. Uh-huh. But, uh-huh. like, no, I don't think anybody's ever asked me to come on a podcast and I just flat out was like, I don't want to do mm-hmm. that. Yeah. You um, know how many more I'm, requests you're going to get now? Uh, yeah. Thank you, Akiva. <laughs> <laughs> But no, I, I will talk to people. I mean, as no, long as it's great, as long as their content is something that I can relate to, you know, mm-hmm, or something mm-hmm. that I like, I, I feel strongly about, or maybe it's even just something that I know is not going to get me in any trouble. 
then yeah, I'll do it. Mm-hmm. But like, don't, don't come at me with like, uh, you know, any, any, anything nefarious because mm-hmm. um, I don't want to be tied to that. But for the most yeah. part, no, I'm open to talk to people and I'm hoping more people invite me. You know, I've never been on NGOG. Yeah, but you're scheduled. Yeah, but I mean, it was a long time. I, yeah. like, I could have got came. I could have come in for like a preliminary one. Probably true. Mm-hmm. Probably true. Mm-hmm. Probably true. But whatever. That's Just ask Gally. She'll kick me out. She'll put you on it. That's true. That is true. I mm-hmm. love the lash. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I don't. I don't typically say no. But I, I, I really do like the weird, uh, the real weird sisters a lot, and so I'm very happy that they invited me. So this will be fun. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening to the debut of Nothing But Netflix. We will be back next time with some conversation about another Netflix joint. Can we say that? <laughs> yeah, let's call it a Netflix joint. Yeah. <laughs> and tell I us like what, what Netflix joint do you want us to cover next week? I'm at Rob Sestrino. Of course, Chappelle is Chappelle's underscore show on Twitter. You still? work on that, guys. Yeah. You, have, you have hundreds of episodes to fix that. Well, Akiva, I still, I threw this out to Rob a long time ago. And I think we mm-hmm. even talked about it on our RJP Rewind. Yeah. I was thinking about changing my Twitter name. We know yeah, Rob you is not go- like, he doesn't like my Twitter name. We don't like underscores. We're anti-underscore. Mm-hmm. It might, you guys, this might be more like all oh, business show. Like maybe you come on an app and we'll, we'll have like a bracket of suggestions or something. All we'll right. your name. Mm-hmm. Pencil me in for bracket season next March. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Here. Can all I, right, cool. Here, can I do something? Yeah. Sure. Okay. Why did they come up with the underscore? Is there a regular score? Why does it have to be under? Can I have an overscore? And why is that accepted in a Twitter handle? And can I have a Twitter name with more than four characters? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Uh, I, I feel like you could uh, you could basically say anything with the Seinfeld music. It's true, it's true. and it, it's, if it's not funny, it just seems like you're doing it's, like a hack <laughs> a hack impression on purpose. I just I just hear B movie every time I hear him talk. Like mm-hmm. I, I you know as someone who so you know watch, Jerry from B movie, just I like know you know Newman Seinfeld. From, yeah. No, I know Newman from uh, Space Jam. Yes, but yes. I know Jerry from Seinfeld. It's just that I he didn't like his role really sticks out to me in B movie. That's a very like. So I can just picture the bee saying the things that he's saying. Could I cue up the music? Could you do one? Do you want to talk about so. uh, about the, the the actual show Seinfeld? Uh, yeah, I can. Okay. I think All I right, can do here, it. Here we go. Why aren't these people in jail? <laughs> Why haven't they been arrested? They're clearly criminals. All of them, every last one of them, horrible people. I just feel like they should all be in jail. Is this Orange is the New Black? Or is this Seinfeld? What are we watching? How did this get 108 episodes? I'd rather watch Oz. (laughs) Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.